the JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clicks podcast, episode number, a, a number between one and infinity. We discuss the competitive hero clicks environment as well as any alternate formats that are currently relevant, which is actually what's happening this episode. I'm your host, Jay Solomon, and today I'm joined by my one regular co host, Devin. Hello. Who is definitely a much better hero clicks than me, and for all we know, will be reigning Canadian national champion through 2022. Oh, so. I mean, it does seem likely at this point, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so today we're discussing a format that will be more regular when things go back to normal, but one we haven't done yet, which is um, a team-sealed format, because the Clicks Cup uh, is in a week, and, or next week, and they're playing uh, team-sealed. So in case anybody doesn't know what a team-sealed is... It's uh, actually, did they confirm if they're using six boosters? I was wondering whether they were doing six boosters or a case, uh, I mean, brick. Because right, people yeah, discussed just doing brick for Team Sealed, but I don't know whether anybody ever actually has tried it. I don't know if there's a. I mean, I don't know if that makes a huge difference in our evaluation. Because no, like you'll end up. You're you're more guaranteed to get a couple of super rares if it's a brick. So right, if you can't sure. get all all rares, that's pretty much it. Basically, but. everything that we'll be discussing today, if it ends up being a brick, just like assume that your teams will be even more synergistic and stuff than brick uh, yeah. series, and that the low roll teams that we are going to mention will be less necessary. <laughs> but maybe still, there there is always the possibility of pulling some really bad rares and super rares. Yeah. And I guess it's nice to actually have a a, a team uh, world champion on the episode. I realize, now that I realize it. So yes, I've played um, team sealed twice. Uh, my personal record is one loss and however many wins. Um, my team Did you make the cut in twenty nineteen? No, we we needed one more win to make the cut the next year. I um, I went undefeated somehow, but uh, unfortunately, Amber and Emily did not get lucky enough, and uh, we couldn't quite do it. Emily just, like, she had a Proteus on her team, and she retaliated with it every round and never hit. Hmm. Like, it was really impressive. Wow. <laughs> her taste just Proteus is really good, too. Yeah, it was, if she could have ever actually done anything with it, but it just didn't function. Yeah. And Amber just got matched up against just Nimrod, like, literally every round. Was, uh, nice. Uh, <clears throat> you yeah. background noise. Yeah, well. Okay. Um, so I've broken, we've broken down the set into a bunch of different categories, and they're going to go in order of uh, the the... So we have the, the sidekicks. Do we want to uh, do we want to talk about Team Sealed in general first, and then specifics of this set, or the other way around? Um, I don't know like what else there was. I mean, you open 
you have teams of three and you open up six boosters or people have talked about doing it as a brick uh, and then you build three teams out of uh, the cumulative contents and you, I guess you have an A, B, and C player and then your, your yeah. the opponents will also be in A, B, and C and you, you know, play accordingly. And uh, so I... Um, so, so tiebreaker or so the initial score and whatever uh, goes from uh, wins and then points. So, so, yeah. so you know, during Swiss, you two out of three like, wins, you win. And then, well, during Swiss, winning two out of three, at least how WizKids has run it the last couple of times, winning two out of three of your games doesn't actually matter other than that you've won two out of three of your games. It only matters once you get into the top cut. Um, so it's basically just combined records for Swiss, and then in the cut, you have to win two out of three to move on. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be really, uh, unlo- you'd have to be really in a weird situation to tie, where to eat, one player wins 300, the other player wins 300, and then, that's very unlikely. But, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, so the other, so there's a couple of things about the format that I want to discuss. One is people talk about how you uh, assess the strength of your three teams and like split them up between A, B, and C. Uh, and my contention is it doesn't matter. Um, people think for some reason that everybody's going to put their weakest team on team C. So they should also put their weakest team there or put their second strongest team there to guarantee a win or something. And it's just not true. Like, I've yeah, I could, yeah, people really, really overthink it. Yeah, like in practice facing teams, like I was, I think I was in the C spot literally both times that I played. No, I think I was in B the second time. But like looking at the teams that existed in those slots, it never seemed to me like the weakest one was in C. Like once maybe. So I, I really don't think that you should plan your stuff like that. Um if anything, maybe people are maybe people shy away from putting their weakest in C because of the common thing belief that people do. But really, I think it matters very little. You should just put your people in random places, and you'll probably be fine. Um, the other thing is like how to split up figures, like at a theory level, is like should you have one or two really strong teams and a really weak team if that's what you pull, or should you, or is it better to spread the figures out more and have three like medium to good teams? Well, I feel like you don't want one team to be complete garbage because yes. you know if you it, let's say you want to assume that they lose, then you're basically getting a fifty-fifty of you know winning and losing. Kind of, it's I would rather. I mean, it's good to have one really, I mean, I feel like one really, really strong team and then two medium teams is probably a good way to go. Yeah, um, somehow um, the year that I won Team Worlds, PJ did make it to the top four with, I think it was Maddie G and, oh, who's the third person on their team? Anyway, I can't remember who the third person was, um, where their third person literally didn't win a game. <laughs> yeah. Um, at like, it the, can happen. Yeah, at the 2019 Rock Cup, Adam played with I I I can't remember their names, but two essentially two random people, uh, and one of them lost every game, but they still made it to the top four. Yeah, so like so. doing two strong teams and one nothing team, if like 
one of your players is really unconfident or something can work. I would recommend if you have good players in every slot who are confident in their ability to play the teams well and stuff that you lean a little bit more towards uh, making your teams even so that they can all win games. I like it is possible to go far with that strategy, but um, you just if you get really unlucky in one game, then you're out, right? <laughs> Whereas yeah, if, if your third person outs to win, at least you can still win, even if the, the person who uh, is most confident loses, right? So. Yeah, I mean, well, then the other question is, is do you give your best player the best team? I mean, uh, all assuming that all teams are equally reasonable for all players to play, do you think uh, it's uh, whether you give your best player the absolute best team or if you give them a more medium team and they can play it, you know, really well? Yeah, my... It, I mean, it depends on, you know, who your best player is and stuff. I think that generally your best player should probably get the hardest team to play, whatever that is. Um, it's possible that your hardest team to play won't be your worst team. Uh, and that your worst team is just like, you know, some one-man army thing that's a point-and-click that will win some percentage of games where their opponents don't roll high enough to kill it and will lose the rest of the games. Um but yeah, I think I think the main exception five team five figures that do complicated things. Then I think your best player should probably still be playing it if you have a difference in skill like that. Yeah, I I do feel like if you're talking about one of the best players, like objectively speaking, I feel like giving them the best team might be the way to go because getting close to guaranteeing a win feels like the right play. I would say probably. Like, if you have like a really good player and two medium to good players, you should probably give your best player like the second best team. And then Right. I'm talking like if Isaac's on your team, I feel like giving him the yeah, best team. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't give Isaac your best team. I think he could win with anything, right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm just I feel like you're you playing the two. odds better. I don't know. I don't think guaranteeing a, I, I feel like Isaac winning eighty five percent of his games and the person that you actually gave your best team now winning like 85% of their games instead of 60 or something. It's probably a, you definitely don't a want to give your best has. player. I don't, you definitely don't want to give your, your best player the worst team. I don't think, I think medium is probably correct. Like you said. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh it's a good format. I don't know many people who don't like it. I mean, it, it has all the advantages of sealed and having to team build and whatever. Uh, you can as well. I mean, you don't have the disadvantage of uh, well, we opened, you know, two bad boosters. Yeah, you can just ignore so. those boosters. Like maybe you'll get some good sport pieces in them. I really like team sealed. Um, I normal sealed just feels a little bit like okay, well, I didn't do anything, right? Like I opened some boosters and put the best five figures in them on my team, and now I'm playing. Whereas team sealed yep. actually requires some amount of team building skill. So I, I really enjoy it for I, that reason. Yeah, I haven't I haven't got to, to play Team Sealed since uh, 2017. Uh, I played with Joe at one point, but he decided to win with you. So, if only Team Sealed happened sometimes at not super premium events, you could actually play. Yeah, if you I think if you would have been able to make it that year, uh, you mean him could have played theoretically. That would have been good, although probably wouldn't have worked out that way because Sean wouldn't have anybody to play with. But yeah, so. It's a really good format, really fun. At that point anyway, so. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you can pull not great, but 
Snar. And you can pull insane. Like the the team that won U.S. Nationals team sealed last year pulled two Chase Red Skulls or whatever. <laughs> yeah, or uh, the Lucky Dice winning one where they had like. I think Howard was playing like Sam Cap and a Valkyrie Super Rare and like one other really rare thing. Easton just had a really good defenders team. Uh, and then Warren Jin, I think he had Wakanda theme and he had like generics to generate. Like it was, it was pretty crazy. Nice. Yeah. I, I mean, even my team world swing, we had really good figures. Like we didn't have the absolute best figure in the set, which was probably the uh, Chase Black Panther, but we had, um, Witch Queen Lefay, who's obviously incredible, and um, Regent, who was one of the best sealed figures in that set. Yes. And then Prime Thanos, who was also just very good. Like, all three of our teams just had a really good figure on them. So you definitely yeah, I mean, want to play really good figures. Yeah, I mean, when I won a sealed WKO, it was, I had Black Panther, and then Tom had, among other stuff, uh, Regent, so. That's yeah. Finals. Yeah. So. All right, let's and how that's team seal differs from normal seals when playing it. Pardon? Let's just get into the actual set then. Yes, I think so. Um, so the cat. So we have uh, uh, all the characters that can get generated, which are all sidekicks, and then there's two other sidekicks that aren't generatable. Uh, we have the characters that generate these actual characters. There are some bystander generators, but they're. I'm talking with the actual ones that generate characters. Um, so the yeah, so the question with the the generated ones is, do I main force them or do I generate them? Uh, do I play the characters that generate at all, and how much consideration do I get for if I want to generate with them? Uh, captains and allies, just in general, if you want to play them and if you want to play them for their psychic abilities. Uh, we have. Uh, the characters with equipment and whether or not you want to play them with their equipment or whether or not you want to just give the equipment to other characters. Uh, the shifting focus, Wonder Woman's in general. I mean, it's not, it doesn't seem that, I mean, with you could pull all of them. but I'm just waiting for the person who pulls the full constructed team with um, shifting focus, Lassie, Wonder Woman, and Gig Prime Giganta. Yeah. Um, we have all the characters that you would... I mean, not all these characters are good, but the characters that you would build around, or like that are, you know, uh, like I don't know, Mary Mary Shazam is only seventy five points, but she's you know quite efficient. Uh, support pieces that are all fifty points or less. Uh, the low rarity stuff, just in case you do pull pretty bad, there's still some low rarity stuff that's good. Uh, and then everything else. Yeah, this actually seems like a pretty good sealed set because I don't think that that much of the like medium to high rarity stuff completely overshadows the like uncommon good figures. Um, obviously like some of the chases are pretty crazy. Like if you pull a commissioner or a um, sky tyrant or something, you're probably doing significantly better than someone who didn't. But... Yeah. The, the rares are pretty middling. Yeah. But yeah. So we have the allied soldier who's basically running shot enhancement. He gets generated by a couple characters. Uh, by or I think actually just Steve Trevor. Um, Maybe. I mean I think he's kind of by Aries, but right. Not, <laughs> yeah, not uh, basically. I mean I think I think I'd probably rather main force him than generate him. I mean Steve Trevor's not great. He's just you know just enhancement, decent little range attacker. He does take four. Uh, he has four clicks of health, so 
Yeah, I agree. Um, and I also don't think enhancements that common in the set. And then you're talking about a world without perplex for damage, or I mean perplex and without perplex. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, really good on these things. Um, they don't theme very well with much stuff, but oh well. I, I think you're pretty unlikely to get a non like Amazon theme in this set anyway, so that's probably fine. Yeah, oh, I guess we didn't talk about theme. I mean, you probably want to shoot for at least one theme team, but I think you're definitely going to have one team that's not themed, at the very yeah. least. You might end up with two. I think having at least one theme team is reasonably likely and probably fine. Yeah, you probably end up with some kind of, like, a couple of Wonder Womans and some other Amazons or something team. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, German Soldier... Uh, nine attack, energy explosion, seventeen defense, toughness, four clicks. Uh, I don't think there's ever a, a non-mastermind reason to main force him. I don't want to play or generate this. <laughs> uh, I don't actually remember who generates him. He's fine to generate if you have a reasonable figure that generates him, obviously. But Doctor Poison just kind of herself is not great, so he's probably one of the first things you realize that you're not touching. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Very good. I don't know. If you have a full sidekick team, Dr. Poison might be fine. Which is something yeah. you can get with mostly low rarity stuff. Just why does he have a nine attack? Yes, that, uh, that is the problem with German Soldier. No movement attack, nine attack. Not great. I mean, there's some police team ability, but it, no, you're. He's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not touching him. And obviously, uh, for more, any yeah. of these things, whether we say don't main force them or whatever, like if you have built a team that's 280 points and you have literally nothing else that you can switch or put on it, then fine, just put whatever you have. Yeah. <laughs> some of these are points. Points. Yeah. Um, Amazon Warriors basically charge reflexes, Amazon keyword, what do I want to item ability, uh, generated by the. Common Wonder Woman who happens to be shifting focus and should we do Artemis and then Typey actually generate them? No. Uh, the, uh, so the Common Wonder oh, Woman uh, Queen Hippolyta can generate either this or the other Amazon generic. Both of them kind of have a rough time mostly because um, I think reducers are really good in this set. There's like not that much penetrating damage going around, so I think a lot of people are going to end up playing the good figures that have reducers, and then these guys are just not going to be able to deal damage. Yeah, uh, I mean, filler for an Amazon theme team are maybe generated, but I don't think you're really main forcing them either. Yeah, I mean, the Amazon Warriors are pretty nice to have on your sideline if you're playing some sort of shifting focus Wonder Woman team or something. Like, generating them is totally fine, but. Uh, just sort of have a rough time dealing with a lot of the reducers that exist in the set, given that there's yeah. very little right? and very little other chip damage. Uh, Amazon of Ben and McDowell is kind of this. It's it's running shot energy shield instead, generated by Hippolyta, and Hippolyta can choose to generate either of the two. Again, she's like fine, but like you're probably not touching her. Yeah, slightly better if you have allied soldiers, um, which are a much easier source of enhancement than there is a source of empower in this set. Like, there are a few sources of empower, but not nearly as easy to get as the allied soldier. 
Yeah. Uh, DMA agent, uh, stealth, six range, police team ability, 11 attack incapacitate. Uh, I mean, she's basically just the police team ability. Which yeah, I don't really okay. want to play or generate this. If I am, it's because of the police team ability. Like, there's no perplex, so the ability to in- effectively increase your attack by one is pretty reasonable. Yeah. And also not easy to kill stealth. It's it's fine. There's also not that much prob, and uh, not everything is going to be a theme team, so this might end up being better than uh, better than you think, and it's, like, really cheap filler. Gorilla Knight is toughness, close combat expert, improvement, but elevated, gets generated by... Talifar, Gorilla Grodd, I mean, no movement attack, just close. You're no, I don't think you're ever main, you're never main forcing this. Can at least deal damage to things with reducers, but yeah, not, not very good. Minotaur is 20 points, charge blades, improvement blocking, or destroys blocking. Um, I think I'm probably more likely to... Uh, I think I'm... Equally likely to, he's definitely main forceable. He's you know charge plays for twenty points. The improvement of blocking can be good because a lot of maps are oppressive because of blocking. If you, as far as generating, eh, Max Max Zeus is okay. Max Zeus is great. Honestly, oh, yeah, the yeah, main yeah. reason that I don't necessarily exactly yeah the main reason that I don't necessarily want to uh, main force this Minotaur is because I kind of want to generate him off Maxi Zeus. Um, so Maxi Zeus, the reason that Maxi Zeus is really good is uh, he's a 45 point figure who has Psychic Blast, which isn't super common in this set, and um, Barrier. So with both of those the, things, yeah, the penetrating combined, yeah, matters a lot. Yeah, he he does a lot. And now that there's no pushing damage, you can just like barrier every turn. He has leadership. I, I actually think Maxi Zeus is really good. Um, and you get to generate Minotaur occasionally randomly. Sure. Yeah. I but I feel like if you don't have a Maxi Zeus, at least one of your teams could be main forcing the Minotaur. Oh, for sure. Like it's a totally fine figure. Uh, the biggest problem with it is that you're probably not playing it in enough numbers that your opponent can't just like pick them off as they're coming towards them. Um, but like depending on the team you're playing them. On, it might be fine. And you can always uh, use the one telekinesis in the set, Cersei. There's more than that, but she's the only common or uncommon um, to try to get it into combat a little quicker or something. Yeah. Um, just to finish off sidekicks, uh, we have uh, Etikandi and Huntress, neither of which can be generated. Etikandi is sidestep, close combat expert, one of Romanelli team ability, and she has a pseudo-retaliation Power if no other friendly character has been placed this turn. Choose an opposing character that attacked a friendly character named Wonder Woman since your last turn. And then place her so she can she can make a close attack targeting the opposing character. Um, I'm going to try and like, breeze through not reading text if possible. I mean, we also did, like, the full set yeah, breakdown. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. She's, I mean, she's 10-2 close combat expert. I Wonder think she'll Woman end up on a team if you pull her. I mean, you'll probably pull one. I, I think she'll probably end up on a team. If you get some, like, shifting focus Wonder Womans or something, she's totally reasonable. Yeah, I don't think you're going to have, have a team without a Wonder Woman. So she goes there. Yeah, and and she deals three, so... Which really seems yeah. like an important threshold in this set to me, given the lack of outwit overall. Yeah. Uh, Huntress... Sad, but it's a dial. 
Uh, yeah, Huntress is a Batman Alley team ability, form range two targets, charge reflexes, and then goes into sidestep super senses. She can do 10 3. She's okay. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not excited about this one. <laughs> she's technically playable. I, I don't. I think if you're playing her, something's. I don't. I don't think you're very happy if you end up playing her. Yeah, I agree. Like her dial's reasonably long. She's not awful, but there's just. <laughs> hopefully, there's better stuff to be doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So now for the uh, the characters that actually generate them, and uh, like I said, there's going to be a lot of a reasonable amount of overlap in these different categories. Um. So the calm Wonder Woman who is also shifting focus, Wonder Woman Ally team ability, Flyer. She can start the game with any Wonder Woman equipment equipped. She doesn't come with one. And then she'll be able to swap it. If you, yeah, if you have more than, if you're playing, if you're playing a shifting focus team, you're going to have equipment. Uh, Then shifting focus, Wonder Woman. And then when she shifts, you can, you remove the equipment and then you can put an equipment on the replacement character. So they integrated equipment with shifting focus, and then she can leadership and generate the Amazon warrior. So two uh, of the shifting focuses come with equipment. Yes. The rare and the super rare do. Yeah, and then two of the non-shifting focus super rares. Yeah. Sure. Um, purely on her own, I don't, I don't think she's playable. No, you're playing this because you pulled another shifting focus Wonder Woman. Um, if you don't have another shifting focus Wonder Woman. Then you're playing this because you pulled a Prime Giganta and you really need anything named Wonder Woman? That is uh, pretty much it, yeah. Um, okay, no, that's actually not a character that does the thing I thought it did. Um, Sergeant Steele? No. Steve, there's just so many characters that I'm like, where's Steve? Uh, Steve Trevor. No, wait, Diana. Sorry, one second. There's just so many Wonder Woman's Diana Prince. It's going to be. So Diana Prince is an uncommon police and and Wonder Woman ally team ability, six range. Secret Entity Wonder Woman, uh, which is basically she'll turn into a charge close combat expert piece. Uh, she can. She has leadership and generates the DMA agent. Her dial is stealth and cap and vulnerability, and then that leadership special then ends with charge, quake, close combat expert, and combat reflexes. She's okay. Also, like. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm playing this if I'm playing an Amazon theme team and have a DMA agent to generate, but like, I'm not super excited about it. And then I think. I, I feel like you're also you're gonna I would rather play the the Scarlet Entity Wonder Woman on her own rather than play this one and try and turn into it. I think she's just pretty Which good. Which one's the Secret Identity Wonder Woman? Zero yeah, one seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, I mean it kind of depends what you're doing exactly. Like if you have the DMA agents, maybe you play Diana and like a telekinesis or something, but there just isn't any. Yeah, yeah, the Wonder Woman's probably slightly better. Neither of them are great. Uh, Steve Trevor, uh, six range Wonder Woman ally team ability, 60 or 40. Uh, either dial, he starts with running shot, super senses, and then the leadership special to generate the allied soldiers. 
uh, second click on his lower dial or second half of the full dial is sidestep energy explosion <laughs> enhancement. So heals, he starts up with uh, 50-50 super senses either way. And for what it's worth, he gives uh, psychics uh, energy shield deflection. Uh, I mean, his dial's long for the points. He's, you know, 60 points or eight clicks, 50-50 rollout. The soldiers are fine. I don't if think... I'm... Yeah, so if I'm playing this figure, it's at 60, uh, because I really don't want to tend into running shot for 40 points. Um, and also, if I'm playing this figure, it's because I pull, I need like a fairly low rarity team, and I pulled a bunch of reasonable sidekicks, like three Minotaurs or something, and Energy Shield is a pretty good thing to give them. Yeah, he's not on your best team, that's for sure. No. Um, I hope not. <laughs> Gorilla Grodd is 150 or 75. Six range two targets, Injustice League team ability, 150 points. Uh, Prove movement elevated. A trait, if he's not a theme team, friendly characters with the animal keyword, modify attack plus one, which is himself, and I don't think very much else from this. Uh, not nothing from this up, but not like a lot. Uh, lost my place. Gorilla Grodd. Um, he has another trait, leadership mind control. When he uses leadership and succeeds, you may instead generate a gorilla knight on click number one, which is again the si- close combat expert toughness. His dial is either starts with 150 points, running shot, incapacitate, mastermind, outwit, or charge and vulnerability, outwit, and then the end of his dial is sidestep, steel energy, toughness, and close combat expert. Uh, I mean, for 150 points, he's one outwit away from just getting wrecked. And even then, I don't know, I feel like Mastermind is... Uh, and for 75 points, it's just too much. I just don't see... I don't see who playing him either way. I just really don't anticipate that happening uh, at all. So, very, very, very skippable character, as far as I'm concerned. We have Talfar, who is a prime because of a psychic interaction... Zero range, two targets, one or one ally team ability, 40 points. Dial is charge and vulnerability, special leadership that can generate the Gorilla Knight. And if dial is sidestep regen, close combat expert, proven movement elevated, uh, a trait where Gorilla City characters gain Amazon. So literally just himself, Grodd, you're not playing in the Gorilla Knight that you're not main forcing. So he's, he basically has the Amazon keyword. Uh, friendly, friendly psychics, he sidestep. I mean, if you don't have, uh, I don't know. He's like, if you randomly want a decent attacker who's not easy to kill, I don't know. He's like fine. I don't think. I mean, if you obviously, if you have a sidekick-based good team, you obviously put it there. But but you could in this set. It's not impossible. Not likely, but it's not impossible. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you'll be playing a random sidekick, right? Like yeah. I mean, I would rather play this than Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Grodd at 75 is actually completely playable, but... Um, you think so? I thought I think, I thought thought he was just too expensive. Well, so the only reason that I would play him at 75 in this particular set is that uh, characters that have Outwit don't exist. Uh-huh, there's, like the re- there's, like, for top dial Outwit, you have, like, no options. He's literally the only common or uncommon option. Um, I'm kidding, man. I'm not. No, he's literally it. Then there's like Prime Giganta and uh, Maxwell Lord, 
who I think is worse than Curly Grad and Sealed. And after that, you're literally into super rares. <laughs> you have to play like Green Lantern or Lex Luthor. <sighs> That's it. There's like five figures in the entire set with Top Dialy with, and he's one of them. And he's well, by far the most all the chases. Sure. And all all the secret sex chases. Yeah. But even then, I feel like he'll get out with like once or twice in a game. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be super happy to play him, but um, it's worth considering if your team, like, if you somehow ended up with a team that like can't has no penetrating damage, has a bunch of like three damage values, then you might just have to play him so that you can get through reducers, right? If you're at the point of having to consider playing, that's really bad. There's also so much um, super senses in the set on like four through six, four through six super senses that having an outwit to get rid of it is really good. Like I, yeah. I think outwit's fairly good in this set and doesn't exist. So that's the only reason that I would consider building with him. I don't think he's actually all that good. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a lot of qualifiers. Uh, yeah. Maxi if you pulled him and Tolifar, then you can give both of them plus one attack from straight. Yeah. Um, I guess I also feel like we're not going to talk about theme very much unless the character just doesn't theme. It's going to auto break theme. I mean, basically. A set too. It's not like an X Men set where like every character is themable. No, but there's a lot of certain keywords. Like, there's a fair amount of Justice League, a fair amount of Amazon. I don't know. There's, yeah. but like, Gorilla Grotto is not going to be on a theme team unless you also pull Tolar, Tolafar. So, ah, no, the villain. There's a bunch of villain keywords. Like he has. Like it could happen. It's pretty unlikely, I think. I mean, he has. Yeah, there's not a ton of secret society. <laughs> Actually, yeah, there's less secret society in Justice League than I remembered. So. Yeah. Uh, go, go, Maxi Zeus is seven range, underworld team ability, which is basically only going to matter if you have a wild card. 45 points. So, like Devin said, psychic blast, barrier, also has sidestep and can leadership generate the minotaurs. So, you're pretty likely to have access to one of these. Um, and if you do, I think it should be on one of your teams. Uh, I, I can't really see you having good enough figures that he doesn't make it. Like, the team that he's on is not going to be themed, but that's fine. He's just really good. I think he's pretty much the only barrier except for if you pull the Sinestro and then the Construct. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, literally almost nothing else in the set as far as barrier goes. And barrier, as good as barrier is in Constructed, like, there are lots of ways to get through it. Barrier is better in Sealed. Barrier is really good in Sealed. Yeah. I had um, um, the pyro that barriered as an energy explosion uh, last Team Worlds, and just there were games where my opponents got to make like two attacks for the entire game because I just made sure that they couldn't move. Right, so there is more barrier in their set. There's, there's also um, Team Lantern and Star Sapphire, both of whom are good. So all three of those you should consider if you pull them. Uh, Maxi Zeus is the most expensive. Them, but he's also the only one of them with penetrating damage, and penetrating damage is pretty good in this set, I think, so I think he might even be better depending on what else you have access to. Team Lantern's obviously very good. Green Lantern core as well. Yeah. Um, 
Nemesis is six range, police, Wonder Woman, also six year, 40 points, proof targeting, hindering, uh, friendly psychics and using proof targeting, hindering. Uh, dial is stealth, incapacitate, the special edition that generates the image, and uh, for what it's worth, you can generate them normally, or in a square of hindering terrain within range and line of fire. Uh, and then his second click of the lower dial is uh, running shot, psychic blast, super senses. I don't ever think you're playing him unless... This really bad. No, there's no one less. You really shouldn't be playing this. Um, if you somehow end up in a position where you have to, I'm sorry. Uh, but he's not good. Like, there isn't even that much self in the set for uh, giving friendly sidekicks and proof targeting hindering to matter. Like, it's only if you're facing, like, him or Strife, question mark. Like, do you care that much about shooting Strife through stealth? Like, I don't know. I don't Felix Fast, I guess, is a really good figure to shoot through stealth. But, like, you're not playing this entire thing just to shoot Felix Fast. He's just I good. think he's one of the least playable characters we've talked about so far. Yeah, yeah, he may be one of the least playable characters in the set. I think he's, like fourth from the bottom or something. He's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we have uh, Dr. Poison, who generates the German soldiers, which doesn't really help make her playable uh, for what it's worth. She has six range, stealth, full dial, smoke cloud, full dial, mastermind, full dial, special damage power, which is the leadership generate, and then she has some sidestep trait, poison, and then free. She's a friendly psychic. That character can use poison this turn. You, you you don't want to be playing her. Yeah, she's like fine if you have a, a bunch of sidekicks on a team, and I mean poison is good. But um, well, the problem, the problem is I'm not, what am I don't I don't want to use mastermind with her. What do I want to mastermind? No, nah, you're not masterminding. Like yeah, the, the the biggest problem with her is that she doesn't really do anything except give out poison, and she also has poisons. So like it's a double poison technically, but. Like, if you if you do, like, you could play a team with, like, her and Gorilla Grodd and a bunch of sidekicks or something. It wouldn't be the worst. Just, it's not really what you want to be doing. No. Um, Hippolyta is zero range, two targets, Justice Society team ability, one woman ally team ability, 60 points, uh, traded, uh, friendly sidekicks use steel energy for both close to range attacks, social damage power, leadership. Uh, she can generate... When she succeeds, she can generate either of the two Amazon variants, and for what it's worth, protected outwit. Dial is charge and then sidestep, full dial blades, full dial special damage power, vulnerability, then combat reflexes, then mastermind. Um, just need to double check how common team player is in this set, because that can matter. Not very much. JSA actually. ever matters. Yeah, it's like the Flash. I mean, when I played, I happened to have the Bombshell Wonder Woman as well, so the team sure. really came up. But uh, she's a decent attacker. Totally this is good. She's totally pretty solid for Amazon. Like, there's a there's a not unreasonable shot that you're building an Amazon theme team, and she is probably on it if you pull her. Yeah, and then um, having the option of which uh, Amazon to generate is pretty good. So. She's probably, yeah, and she's probably, like, the second best Amazon at, like, common, uncommon, rare, so you're almost certainly playing her. I think the Blade's best being probably pretty, probably. 
Blade's probably pretty reasonable to have something that you want to have. Yeah, she's she's reasonable enough. Um, and then this one doesn't actually generate with leadership. You have the title Wonder Woman, who uh, basically her dial is charge and then flurry, full dial senses, starts with leadership. She has a god click mode that I'll talk about in a second. Wonder Woman Alley ability. She can start the game with the with any Wonder Woman equipment equipped. And if she is equipped with the Sword of Athena, her critical hits deal penetrating damage. She does not come with those. She comes with the bracelets, which we'll talk about in the, prop, in a, the proper equipment section. Uh, basically, the reason why I'm talking about her is that she starts with uh, zero plot points, and then but then she has a plus one, and then her minus one is uh, generate the Amazon Warrior, and then as well, until your next turn, one Wonder Woman... Princess of Themyscira evades an attack after resolution. Choose one. Game one plot, one or daily attack, and one penetrating damage. Uh, her plus one is uh, she is a friendly character with the Amazon keyword that gains attack plus one. Her KO effect is when she's KO'd for the rest of the game, opposing characters modify attack plus one, but attack only characters with the Amazon keyword, which, depending on how you build, is possibly non consequential. Barely consequential. And then she has a minus 5, which she turns to click number 11, which is 12 speed charge, 12 attack, 18 super senses, 4 damage, exploit weakness. This game she has cosmic energy, safeguard pulse wave, and can't be damaged. Uh, at the beginning of your turn, if there are no other friendly characters with the Amazon keyword on the map, you lose the game. So, and you're not playing her for the generating, but it is part of what she does, and that's she's pretty, she's pretty reasonable, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's fine. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can just, like, bear her in for five turns and ultimate her and then just, like, run around the map killing things. Yeah. Seems I don't know, good. she's fine. The generating is not really that consequential. I don't think you're ever... Yeah, you're probably it. not doing it very much. You're probably just yeah. going to try to get to the... 12, 12, 18, 4 click. Uh, Assuming okay. you have enough other Amazons to make it work. <laughs> so, the takeaway is that a lot of these generators are just not good. And yeah. then the ones that you... Like, you want to play Maxi Zeus and he generates. If you have Psychic, you'll play Talifar. Like, yeah, the generating characters are generally not great, but some of them are okay. Uh, and then very quickly, because we've done psychics or whatever in previous episodes, Sergeant Steele is running shot, energy shield, leadership, goes into sidestep to have this close combat expert. He can free, choose a friendly psychic to gain the police team ability, which he also has. He's very okay. I, I don't really see you. I mean, he's not worth it. Just giving one of them police. If it was all of them, that would be like considerable, but he's just not great. Yeah, he's really bad. They they also they gave what? all of these things like two damage on their lower line. It's just real bad. Batman's pretty bad. Five oh, targets Batman and Wonder Woman team abilities. Six year forty. Uh, either line, he starts with sidestep, smoke cloud, super senses, and then on click two on the lower line, charge, incapacitate, uh, outwit. He gives <laughs> psychic stealth. 
And then he yeah, does he have just an outlet. Add out with, like on top dial on his lower line, then maybe there would be a use case for him, but he doesn't even, so he's just really bad. Sorry. He's not literally useless because he has an ally effect, which you can use for the, yeah, on the side that's thing. True. Yeah, he's uh, not terrible. Stick on your sideline. Yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, the ally effect is basically that they give captains and sidekicks a bonus for attack. So, sideline active, unique modifier, friendly captains and sidekicks, modify attack plus one by attacking one plus characters with the Justice League keyword. So, if you have me playing sidekicks, then you put them on the sideline. Most of the allies uh, in this set are better main, to main force, uh, but Batman is not. <laughs> you should just be going on your sideline. Yeah. Superman is very notable in this set. He is either 275 or 125. Uh, either line, he starts with charge, close combat expert, and a special defense power, which is impervious, super senses directed at wit. It's 50 50 super senses because of a uh, 1 1 team ability. He has improved movement blocking, and he can give uh, a psychic, one psychic vulnerability until, until the end of your next turn. Uh, he is pretty scary. At full points, because not much penetrating damage. You can't out what his defense power. Uh, and, uh, so, like on his what top penetrating line, damage there is, you can just sort of charge across the entire map and hit them beforehand. He has eight movement charge. <laughs> yeah, so eight movement charge. Uh, he'll be a 13 and six without a light object, 13 and seven with a light object. Um, so 50 50 super senses, 19 defense impervious. Like, how are you even damaging him? This figure's good. Like, I mean, he's totally killable. Like, he's not the best team in the set or anything, but um, he's one of the better. Like, I didn't pull enough good rares teams for sure. Yeah, I feel like you're more likely to play him at full than lower. I agree. So, the funny thing is, so for full points, I think basically all of the psychics you would play would break theme. But you can play a one-man army theme team now, so you, you a lot of time better off not playing him with anything else and just being short 25 points. He's Amazon keyword. You could play an Amazon warrior, Amazon. Oh, yeah, uh, the sidekicks though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, those are the two sidekicks: the Amazon warrior and the Amazon abandonment dog. Yeah. Those are totally reasonable to play them. Just like act you're just playing him. Period. If you happen to play him with yeah one of those, they get invulnerability. He's also, I mean, he has a team-friendlier 125, but you're just, I don't think, I would rather just play him at full. I mean, you're going to have to be prepared to play against him because he's a common, so. Yeah, like, I'm not, I don't think that even, like, you know, 30% of uh, teams of players at this event should be playing a Superman team, but uh, he's totally a, a reasonable fallback that you should expect to see. He's not you as good as think like, that you think or don't think that they should be playing it. I don't. I do, I think that less than thirty percent of teams should be playing a Superman team, but I do think he should see some amount of play. Like twenty percent of if like twenty percent of teams have a person playing a Superman, I think that's reasonable. I think a lot of people have better stuff to do, but it's pretty good. The the biggest problem with him is that like if you do have in cap on your team, then. <laughs> He gets a lot worse, like, playing against it. Yeah, that's fair. That was uh, one of the things Nubia. that Juggernaut did really well, was just not care. Yeah. Uh, Nubia is zero range, two targets, one of one ally team ability. Like, most of these captains is six year 40. 
uh, charge, refluxes, leadership, and then goes into sidestep, steel energy, toughness. Free, she's a friendly psychic. That character can use Blade Claws Fangs this turn. Uh, she's also not very good. But, like, I don't know, for 40 points on a pure psychic team, maybe, but I don't know. She's kind of underwhelmed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I play this, I'm playing at 40 on a team with a bunch of sidekicks that don't already have blades. Like, obviously, if all your sidekicks are Minotaurs, then uh, don't play Nubia. But if you're forced into playing five Amazons or something, then, yeah, she's not bad. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we already talked about Steve Trevor, who gives uh, energy shields, but you know he's he's fine. Um, Artemis is sixty or forty again. One of an Alexium ability starts with Charge Blades, Exploit Weakness, and then does not start with Super Senses. She gets it on click two of the lower dial, uh, her and half of the dial is Flurry Blade Super Senses. So. 60 points only uh, since it's on a 6 to start, which is weird, but Penetrating Blades is really good, so it actually yeah. might be... I guess this figure is actually probably reasonably playable. I mean, 8 clicks mm-hmm. always, always has Blades. Uh, I mean, her psychic uh, thing is uh, friendly psychics can use prob when they're being close attacked. Yeah, I might actually play this on lower dial. Um, not 100% sure. Like, it depends what else you have. To fill out the team, but uh, I mean, 20 I think points for three clicks is pretty good. It is, it's just they're not like great three clicks. It depends what else you have. Um, either way, you probably are playing this on your Amazon team because exploit weakness is great. <laughs> Very few things have penetrating damage, she is one of them, so she just ends up being much better than she would be in other sets. Yeah, I mean. We didn't say it specifically yet, but uh, Invincible is benched, so mm-hmm. penetrating yeah, damage matters a lot. And uh, there's quite yeah. a few even lower area things with producers, so. Yeah, uh, Antiope is 6 range, 1 woman IT ability, 60-40. Either line, she starts off with running shot, energy shield enhancement, and then second click up the lower point dial, sidestep, psychic blast, super senses, uh, and then she gives uh, psychics prob, but when they're being targeted with a range attack, I mean enhancement. That's kind of yep. yeah. Yeah, totally reasonable attacker. Um, sixty or forty. The reason to play around sixty is because eleven attack is good, and there's no perplex in the set, uh, so you might need it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Talifar, like we talked about, gives uh, the gives psychics sidestep, so. Yeah. Uh, or Nemesis. Whatever. We're never playing Nemesis. He gives one of the least relevant uh, things. Dr. Poison gives poison, like we said. Hippolytus, uh, reasonable, gives them steel energy close to range. Uh, and then we'll go into Zeus as an attacker later, but Zeus is, Zeus is a ally. Uh, and then it, uh, if you pull easier. Zeus and put him on your sideline as an ally, I think you are making a very large mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Star Sapphire, uh, ally against Green Lantern, which is really not a common Again, keyword. Also, if you pull cool. Star Sapphire and are playing around your sideline as an ally, I think you're making a mistake. And Ares is an ally against soldiers, and we'll go into him more later, but I think he's probably a reasonable attacker. Same thing. Yeah, I mean, Ares is just totally fine to play on main force. He's pretty good. Uh, whereas on your sideline, yes. no. <laughs> so again, it, it, 
you're you're playing these characters because you want to play them for what they do, not because of the psychic stuff. The psychic stuff is basically a bonus. Um, so the other thing to talk about for if you're building sidekick a sidekick team because that's what you pulled. Um, the other figure that actually goes pretty well on them, despite not technically going with sidekicks initially, is Strife. Um, th so there's a couple of different really good ways to use Strife. I think you probably end up playing her at 50 a reasonable amount of time, just so they can't just kill her. Um, but maybe not. Yeah, I guess she's actually not that killable, because, you know, uh, invulnerability with four clicks is uh, reasonable. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the reason not to is because you mostly care about her damage power, which she loses once you hit her to her stop anyway. But, like, yeah. she's fine but afterwards. She, so, um, yes, but the she, big thing is that yeah. she gets at Mystics uh, to characters yeah. doing four squares. So if you have, like, a bunch of random little sidekicks, then your opponent either has to shoot them and take Mystics damage or somehow try to sneak past and kill your character in stealth that's behind your wall of little sidekicks. But my problem with that is that I, I think I'd rather just play her on a good team. It's possible. With good characters with reducers. I it's it's definitely interesting. An interesting idea that I didn't think of. I don't know. But. She might she might increase the power level of your sidekick team by more than she increases the power level of your good team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, penetrating damage on a swarm team seems pretty good in this set. Yeah. Um like I don't think it's a thing you're gonna do very frequently, but it is possible that you're you know, you have the, um, you have like a reasonable captain and a strife and a bunch of full sidekicks, and you just try to kill your opponent with mystics. <laughs> yeah, and I think pretty, I think they all have uh, at least four clicks and a bunch of that toughness too. So yeah, kind of hard to get through them in one hit. So get to deal mystics twice. You'd think with no invincible, they give like some character can produce penetrating damage. You think so? Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's uh, now we have for teams, I think, right? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Like you're just not. You're probably not building a sidekick team. If you are, it's it is an option for like low rarity team. Uh, as your like third team, it's. I would. What would, like, pull you into it? I think, like, you pull, like, two or three Minotaurs and a couple of other sidekicks and um, a Strife or something else that is reasonable. I would, I would definitely at least... I would, want, I would want at least one, like, 75-point range attacker. Like, I'd want, like, an actual attacker as well. Like, yeah. I'm not literally playing just sidekicks. That seems really... not. No, good. you can't, really. They just don't deal enough damage. Yeah, like you're. I mean, yeah, if you get, if you get the good ones, you're not playing a psychic team if you only have German soldiers. Yeah, yeah, like. No, you definitely have to have some Minotaurs and Allied soldiers and stuff to consider it. If all you have is Amazon warriors and German soldiers, then I'm sure you have something better. No, I mean, if you have Allied soldiers, um, and like. The running the Amazon of Bonda McDowell, like it, it can add up, but yeah, yeah, and like uh, and the sidekicks that you would play anyway are like Minotaur and Allied Soldier, and Allied Soldier is just a good support piece with like Jason or Apollo or any of those other low rarity pieces. So I think Allied Soldier ends up on your like if you have to have one low rarity reasonable team 
more often than not. Yeah, I, I don't. If you if you pull an Allied soldier or a Minotaur, I think they're getting played no matter what. It does seem like. And the other generics are uh, yeah. But okay, so now we have. I want to go over the characters that come with equipment, and then whether or not you play them. What you're doing. Whether or not you play their equipment on another character. Uh, but then there's the also the element that three of these are. Or some of these are shifting focus Wonder Woman's. So, yeah. Angleman is more of a support piece. Six range, three targets, 45 points. Uh, full dial, super senses, some clicks of stealth, some ends on some sidestep. Starts with a special damage power and then ends on regular prob. Starts with the angler equipped, which we'll go over in a second. Then he has the social damage power for the first couple uh, clicks, probability control once per turn. Angleman will maybe roll any three for attacks or breakaway rolls. Uh, he is not very themable because the only keyword he has is Secret Society Supervillains. The Angler is Vazing Teleport with a speed value of 10. Free if this character is adjacent to an object, a printed wall, or a printed square of blocking terrain. Place him in another square within six squares in line of fire that is adjacent to an object, printed wall, or printed square of blocking terrain. I think you definitely play Angleman on at least one of your teams, but you give the Angler to somebody else. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so you definitely play Angleman because he has probability control, and there's like three figures in the set that have top-dial probability control. Um, so you're really just kind of out of luck if you're not playing him. The, ang- the reason the Angler goes to somebody else is because he's not great on his dial. Like, moving him around for free is fun, but there's way better things to be moving around for free. Yeah, well, prob and the global effect, right? He's not easy to get to. Like, yeah. I don't know, stealth, super senses, your opponent doesn't really want to go for him. but And he has three printed damage, so, like, he can deal damage. Um, yeah. It is theoretically possible that you'll just put the angler on him. Like, remember that the angler and him don't have to be on the same team. So if you have any of your teams that have point, points for him for the angler and have a figure that would benefit from it, just play it on that instead. It is possible you won't, at which point just leave it on him because there's no reason not to. But uh, I I don't think I can I see a situation see where you no. keep it on him. But like, so let's just talk about how you actually use the angler. Like, let's say you're putting it on like Zeus or Jason or somebody. Let's just use Jason because he's the low rarity that you'll actually have. So Jason turns from he running shots forward with a reach of 12 and then he stays there to either he running shots forward with a reach of, sorry, 10, not 12, with a reach of 10 um, and then comes back to your team by like five squares or whatever. Or he moves forward five squares, running shots four, shoots six to like shoot the other side of the mat. Like the mobility difference that this thing provides is huge. (laughs) Yeah, it almost makes up for the uh, lack of TK in the set. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's like no TK, so your opponent is just really unlikely to have the ability to attack you back if you're anglering back after you attack, right? Like, if you do have TK, oh god, if you have TK, (laughs) you have a swing of twelve and then that, or like TK out and that. Yeah, that's. uh, But it's a pretty good equipment. Yeah, or running shot forward, go back, TK even farther back, like. Um, yeah. or, or you have like Zeus who only walks, and then yeah, exactly. yeah phasing, and also yeah, I mean, so the, is the speed value. So one something that's always huge in sealed is like reach advantage. 
Um, there are some sets with a lot of TK, but in the ones that don't have a lot of TK, having TK is usually just way better than not having it because getting to make the first attack is huge and getting to make the first attack safely is even bigger. And that's what the angler provides a lot of the time. So I, I'm playing it on something no matter what. It's just really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's going to be a team of like, yeah, of somebody with the angler and then Maxi Zeus, and then it's going to be your, your opponent. Like you will get to your opponent first and they yeah. kind of have to react to that game state immediately. So. Yeah, you running shot out, you angle her back, you bury her up. What can they do? Actually, it's probably going to be a team with like Cersei and Maxi Zeus and the angler on a good attacker. Like that, I think, I wouldn't bet money, but I feel like that's, that's going to be a thing that happens. I mean, that's only, that's a common or rare and then insert attacker so yeah so things that you probably shouldn't put this on is basically any melee character like if you have to you can but it's just i don't think you're using it at its best if you are yeah i i agree um and just don't equip this to your random 40 point character like yeah sure max Zeus's reach is larger if you equip him with the angler but it's just not really worth it <laughs> yeah um Rare shifting focus, Wonder Woman, four ranks two targets, Wonder Woman eye team ability, all the shifting focus are 75 points. Running shot and then sidestep, incapacitate, then quake, invulnerability, then god reflexes, and then full dial of special damage power, which is unique modifier, posing characters within range, modified defense minus one for each action token they have. Uh, and then the same shifting focus, Wonder Woman with the equipment, and she can start with one of them equipped. So the lasso is was it was it errated yet i don't think it's been errated uh oh it has uh, so the effect is incapacitate range of four free make oh, an sure. attack i mean using, it had the wording one for today yeah make an attack using incapacitate and must give action tokens so basically make an attack you have to use incapacitate because incapacitate is different now if the equipped character has the one woman team ability symbol all their characters adjacent to an original target also become targets Oh, I guess you can have to be careful not to hit your own characters. Um, so I think you're only playing it with her if you have a shifting focus Wonder Woman team. I don't think you're playing her without shifting focus Wonder Woman, without other shifting focus options. But like, she's not agree. literally the worst. I think she's thing really ever. good, no matter what. I think she's just good. Is she though? I mean, so first of all, if you pull her, you're pretty likely to have the common. Um, not certain, but quite likely. And then she's great. But even if she doesn't, even if you don't, I think she's just good. Like, she effectively gives your entire team plus attack. She puts a token on your opponent's entire team. I don't know what more you want. Yeah, I mean, I guess what you move, you can move nine. Yes, you have a a swing of 13 for the incapacitate. Yeah. She's, like, not easy to kill. Yeah, yeah no, you, okay, you, basically, so I guess... you just spend a turn just, like, moving her and your entire team up the map, double-token your opponent's entire team. Then, despite the fact that you were the one who initiated, you get to make an attack with, like, your entire team before your opponent gets to make any attacks. Yeah, so, the, well, yes, the fact that there's no outwit, not much penetrating damage actually makes her much better than I realized yeah. on initial feeling. Yeah, she's not super easy to kill. Um, and if you pull her and the common, which you're pretty likely to, then you're in great shape. You get to definitely double token your opponent's entire team. 
Um, and if you pull her and Prime Giganta, then you should be playing them on the same team. You have a constructed team. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, looking at it now, I don't think I see another character with the Wonder Woman team ability specifically that I would rather play with the lasso than her. Yeah, and the thing is, then you have to take an action to equip it, and, I mean, some of them start Right, but even well. so, I just don't think that there's a better option, yeah. even considering the ones that already have, that have the trait to start with an equipment. Yeah, like, so. it's possible that something else will end up starting with the lasso, but I don't think so. I think she's just good. I think you'll just be playing this. Yeah, um, we have... Uh, Super Bear, non-Prime Wonder Woman, the like a thousand dollar one with the Sword of Athena. So she is, uh, so Champion Themyscira, Sword of Athena. She can start with the Wonder Woman equipment equipped, and then when she's equipped with it, her critical hits deal penetrating damage. And then I'll talk about what the sword does in a second. Special defense power that she starts with on. Does she have multiple starting lines? Yeah, she has two starting lines, ninety and forty-five. So either way, she starts with a special defense power of invulnerability, super senses, when Wonder Woman evades a range attack, after resolutions, choose one, deal the attacker one penetrating damage, or heal Wonder Woman one click. So 50-50 super senses, and then you can ping them. Uh, Her dial is uh, some intermittent charge and sidestep. Your cat's also probably better at hero clicks than me. Uh, Full dial of quake, special defense power intermittently, and invulnerability. She's actually probably surprisingly good. Like, really not, really not easy to deal with to KO sure, in this format. Right? <laughs> she, she's like, not easy in a normal format. I'd be like, oh well, she just gets outwitted and dies. But like, there's not that much outwit. <laughs> Your opponent's gonna have maximum one outwit, and maybe you just kill it before they get to do anything, and then how do you kill her? Yeah, so against the Swarm team, you can be using Quake. Also, her damage values are really good. 4, 4, and then a bunch of 3s. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're definitely playing her at full. Um, I think you play... Oh, yeah, so with the sword is... Blades, Claws, Fangs. If the equipped character has one Woman team ability, their attack rolls of 10 to 11 are critical hits, and then if they're a Wonder Woman, they can switch out, whatever. So I think she's pretty good, actually. Yeah, and I really don't see any reason to move the sword to any other figure, really. Like, you no, could, either. but I don't think it's worth I mean, I guess if there's something that starts with it that has really low damage values because it gives blades, it might be better to put it on something else and play her anyway. I don't know what can start with it. I mean, a bunch of characters can... Uh... Yeah. And start with it, although most of them are in the everything else category. So yeah, actually pretty good. I really don't think you want to play her at the lower line. She's just really much worse. Yeah, I definitely play the top down. Okay. Um, the title one, one woman that we already talked about has the bracelets, and she does not have her. Her trait does not give her bonus with the bracelets for some reason. Uh, so the bracelets are this character has one woman team ability. If this character has the Wonder Woman team ability printed on its base, uh, the super senses it can use gains protected outwit. So, in a set without protected outwit, or without outwit at all, to begin with, you get protected outwit on your super senses, and then, I mean, it's still a four to six, but, yeah, so. Now, if you pull Prime, if you pull this and Prime Donna Troy for some reason, you should put it on Prime Donna Troy. 
Because she becomes yeah. unkillable. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like I would be okay playing this character without the... Eh. I don't even know if you play the character. Actually, for 70 points, she doesn't do very much. I think I think either way, I don't think you're... I think the bracelets are going on somebody else. There's just so many characters with the one row and ally team ability to begin with. Yeah, if you... I mean, if you literally don't have anybody else with the trait, then they'll be on her. But I don't think she's the highest priority to put them on. Uh, looking at her again, I don't even know if I want to play her. To she's begin fine. With. Like, yeah. she's definitely not on the top of my list to play, but, like, if you have some barriers somehow and can get her to that click, then she's fine. Yeah. Uh, the third and last shifting focus, Wonder Woman, and the last equipment character. Wonder Woman ally team ability, 75 points, flyer. The same two shifting focus and equipment-based traits. Special defense power, she has most of her dial. Uh, defend toughness, and she starts with a 19 with it. So dial is some charge, and it goes into flurry. Full dial blades, full dial empower. There's not much empower in this set, is there? Uh, so that, that 19 defend power. So her defense is her 19, 19, 18, 19, 18, 19, 19 region. So she's really not easy to deal with. And she comes with the armor, which is wing and vulnerability. If the equipped character has one-on-one ally team ability and is on their starting click, they take a maximum of one damage from attacks. So... That means they have to have a very least of one in one in six super senses. You have to crack in vulnerability, and then they still only take one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know if you play her. I mean, 19 defend is good. She's, like, fine. I think she's really good. Like Yeah, like, she's good. I just, like, 19 not. defend. 19 defend and empower in this set? Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm the most excited to pull her, but yeah, she's pretty, yeah. I'm not the most excited to pull her, but I think she's good. Like, I think if you have, like, a couple of Amazon Warriors, um, Steve Trevor and her, like, your opponent just, like, isn't hitting anything. Yeah, also, I mean, yeah, if you have sidekicks when they can't hit, exactly. that's pretty good. Yeah, like, I think this is one of the better figures to put with your um, Amazon's sidekicks as well. Like, I would actually just play a couple of Amazon workers on a team that includes her, because now they're 19 defense, 3 damage figures, and that's much better. Yeah, so then also, so then, I mean, yeah, so we, we, you're going to play her, and then with the armor, you have the ni- you have two clicks, I mean, you have 19 defend, and then you take only one damage, and you're still on 19 defend. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so it partially, so you probably play the armor on her, you might not, um, if you have her and another Wonder Woman who doesn't have a reducer at all, then it might be better to play the armor on the other Wonder Woman instead. Like, if you have the title character, then I would swap their two uh, equipments, probably. Yeah, Not and then... on this one, but... So, on top of all that, with that armor damage cap, you can, like, you have this uh, the Uncommon Ferdinand, who basically has... Or he has power, choose an adjacent friendly character and roll a d6, kill that character, you would have half the result. So if your opponent can't hit the, your character twice, then you just keep on going back and forth and taking maximum of one damage. So Yeah, that uncommon for, for Danner is really good. I assume we'll be talking about him in the support section. Yes, that is exactly correct. Um, so basically, I guess basically you're playing the characters with the equipment that they come with. You're definitely not playing a man with his angler. <laughs> and then the bracelets are the most likely to go to somebody else because, yeah. yeah. 
especially if you have something with a reducer. So, and then I mean, technically, there's the shifting focus Wonder Woman's. I mean, you don't play the common on her own. The other two you'll play on their own. And then I actually a, that is interesting to discuss with the shifting focus Wonder Woman's is do you play if you pull both the super rare and the rare? Do you play them as shifting focus? I think probably not, but I'm not sure. That's an interesting point. Huh. So it depends whether you have the common as well, I think. I think if I don't have the common, then I'm pretty likely to play the rare and the super rare as shifting focus for each other, just so I can do lasso twice thing. Um, But if I have the common as well, I'd probably do rare and common as shifting focus and just play this one separately. That's my theory. Yeah. In any case, you definitely don't play the common without having at least one other shifting focus option. No, the common's nice to have with this one, I guess. Like, you can have her out to generate for a while before you put her away so that this one can actually do stuff. But uh, the common is definitely best with the rare. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's it's not, not... I mean, basically, I mean, if you pull... Oh, so the thing that is worth mentioning is that, at least according to people like Chad who open a lot of product, apparently the... Wonder the rare Wonder Woman replaces a super rare uh, slot, which is why, or I guess is related to the fact that the um, lasso has the super rare rarity printed on it. So, so you're not super likely to get this Wonder Woman and the rare then. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't think that's. I mean, I don't think that's a necessarily super disappointing. Uh, essentially, super rare to pull. Like she's better than some super rares. Yeah, no, I actually think she's a fairly good super rare to pull in this set. I mean, there's a lot of quite good super rares in this set, but... Well, pseudo-super rare, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Okay, so that's that. Uh, now we have the, I guess, main attackers, or close to it. Not all these are good, but I'm just, just going over them <laughs> as they, they exist in the set. So we already talked about Superman, he's really good. We talked about Gorilla Grodd, he's not. Okay, Apollo. Yeah, you're not going to be disappointed building around Superman. Um, he's not literally the first choice, but not terrible. Gorilla Grodd, don't make him your primary attacker. Apollo. Yeah, so he is very interesting. 100 points, 7 range, cosmic energy. Uh, starts with sidestep, psychic blast, and vulnerability. Prob. So first half of the dial is invulnerability and prob. Second half is regen and outwit. First half is sidestep stealth. And then he goes... Psychic Blast, Psychic Blast, Blades, 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 Psychic Blast, Psychic Blast. Um, Improved targeting, elevated hindering. So his mobility isn't the best, but between the fact that Flyers can carry Flyers now, and if you happen to have TK with Cersei who's only a common, he's quite a threat. Yeah, I would be much less likely to play this if I didn't also have a Cersei. Yeah, but he's still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I would I would maybe still play him. Um, I would just, if I didn't have a Cersei, I would hope that I had something better. And if I did have a Cersei, I would be very keen to play him. Uh, one of the most important things about this guy is his improved targeting, elevated, and hindering. Um, you can definitely choose maps to abuse that. <laughs> yeah, although his theme ability is not the best with Deity and Ruler. I mean, Deity's not uncommon, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that you're facing a lot of other unthemed teams. He'll probably be on team, but I'm assuming you're also facing on team teams, so you'll have like a 50-50 shot at that. It's worth 
thinking about the maps that you want. What's the, like the best elevated map at the moment? Um, that's it. I guess should have thought of what maps were. Actually, it's possible that they're just doing it with maps from this set. I haven't seen that before. So I say it again. It's possible that they're just doing this event with maps from this set. Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. If they are, Junkyard is actually a totally fine choice. I'm going to assume normal map rules, but... That's That's usually how it is, but... Ooh, other words, also, castle. this guy's yeah, so, castle. Yeah, so uh, you have Ultron's Lair, which is pretty much all elevated. Yeah. Just stick right down one. in, like, 16i or something and shoot the yeah. entire map. Yeah, you, you have Phoenix Nest. Those are the main ones. Uh, the uh, the Mound, Great Mound. Maybe Great Mound is awesome, for sure. Yeah. If it's still legal at that point, it, that it's pre-rotation, right? Yeah, it's Black Panther. I mean, but, rotation. Oh right, yeah, that, it's sticking around. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, Pleasant yeah. Hill is fine. It's not like the best map with them, but it's okay. There's a got there's a couple of good maps you can choose. Great Mound is probably the best. That yeah, pretty has much. So much elevated. Not a ton of yeah. walking. Yeah, so, yeah, so Apollo's Apollo. The common Mary Shazam, who is definitely not as good. Or whatever, she's uh, not very good. Three range, just a 16 ability, 100 points, nine clicks. The sections of the dial go flurry, invulnerability, and power. Sidestep, quake, super senses, plasticity, reflexes, prob. Trait, charge, when Mary Shazam uses it this turn, she has free, improved targeting, shoot in and out of adjacency. Make a range attack that deals one penetrating damage instead of normal damage, so she can charge flurry and then make that little ping attack. Um, you know, with that outwit, and she's pretty reasonable. Yeah, only three clicks of reducers makes me less keen on her than I am on some of the others. And just like, if she's charging something else that has a reducer, then if she hits all three attacks, she's dealing three damage. Whereas like Apollo from seven range is dealing four damage. And you only she only has to hit one attack. Which is kind of funny, because she has Empower, but the, the, she really wants to have it as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like if there was still Perplex on damage, then she'd be better. But it's really hard to increase her damage in this set. And it's really hard to theme her in this set. Um, this is not one of my <laughs> higher tier common-uncommon builder rounds. She's not awful, but I, I wouldn't be trying to play her. Mm, you're, you're probably not happy if you're playing her. Like she's, she's not literally just the worst. Don't think there are there are games where that she'll probably do quite well in, but overall I'm, I'm not super happy with it. Yeah. Uh Jason, who is a stupid character because Wonder Woman should not have a brother. Uh uncommon, six range, cosmic energy, and Wonder Woman Ally team ability, 75 points. His dial is full dial psychic blast, full dial invulnerability, running shot, then some sidestep, traded super senses. So and Wonder Woman ally team ability, which means that yeah, so 50 50 super, super senses, senses traded. <laughs> that's protected outwit or safeguard outwit, and he has willpower and he has penetrate. I mean, he's just really really good and quite annoying to deal with. Yeah, so I, I think 
like there are better rares than super rares, um, but not by much. <laughs> He's pretty great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he he definitely is on one of your teams. I think quite likely, yeah. And you're probably not like pulling more than one. I'm not sure if I honestly two of them sounds like a fine start to a team. <laughs> I, I think he's quite good. Uh, it's really hard to kill. I don't know. I don't know damage. if I wanna. I feel like I might rather just spread them out if I That's if fair. I did have to. But yeah, so we have Zeus, who is seven range, three targets, Cosmic Energy Mystics. He has 175 and has a hundred point line, but the underline is much worse. Full dial running shot, almost full dial special attack power, which is penetrating psychic blast. Once Zeus hits, each hit character halves your speed until your next turn. Uh, impervious, invulnerability, and then he has two clicks with a, a stop. Impervious, each time this click is revealed after resolutions, knock back each opposing character within range two squares. Uh, has a bunch of prob, group targeting elevated, and for what it's worth, uh, ally keyword or ally trait, uh, plus one attack against deity keyword characters. I mean, he has everything. Yeah. Heavy reducers, cosmic energy, penetrating damage, uh, prob, scope. Yeah, this has to be one of the better um, build arounds in the set. Like, yeah, I mean, levels. Three, wait, so he has three targets, and then each character will have their speed. Like, he'll just, like, your opponent, like, doesn't get a turn. Yeah, I mean, he has five printed damage, 19 printed defense, in a set with no perplex, I'll remind you. Like, they're going to have a hard time hitting him. He has 12 printed attack in a set with no perplex. He has prob in a set with not very much prob. He has better reach than, like, even if you have no TK, he has better reach than most opposing characters with running shot six and then shoot four. Like, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely justifies his 175 point cost. Yeah, you're playing him 175. Uh, there's like a chance you play him at 100, but I really don't know why. You're giving up a stop click. You're giving up plus one to attack, defense, and damage. You're giving up plus two to movement. Like, I I think you're probably just playing him at full. Yeah. I mean, this is the only thing I would say is I think you have to have a flyer with him because you know if you lose map and they put him and they put you on like King's Tomb or like he can be really screwed. So I think you sure. want to be able to carry him. Yeah, that's fair. Um, well, Gigantas are really... I think they've never made a bad Giganta for some reason. So non-prime Giganta, uh, these are both rares. Zero range, Justice League team ability, 100 points. All the keywords. Uh, giant retaliation. Basically, your basic, uh, basic cost retaliation. Uh, it's a power... Or it's a free action. She's not a theme team. She has a bunch of keywords, but she's not very theme set. Yeah, out. exactly. Uh, so trait, size, ma- size manipulation trait. At the beginning of your turn, you may choose a Giganta has Giants until your next turn. If you do, she takes a maximum of two damage from attacks until your next turn. It's worth noting that with the beginning of the, the turn, timing, whatever, you can't actually get willpower on her because same as the beginning of the game, uh, effects come in later stuff uh you can't actually get willpower with her but i mean she's still really really good she's either 100 points for nine clicks or 30 for three um so you have to hit one two three you have to hit her five times at 100 points if she yeah, if you have like a furbamand or something then how do you yeah. actually kill 
I, I mean, either yeah, either you're not picking Giant because they can't draw a line of fire to her anyway, or yeah. So as far as her actual dial goes, it has a uh, uh, this first section is Charge, Quake, and Vulnerability a section of Sidestep, Toughness, Close Combat Expert, and then the lower line starts with Charge, Close Combat or Charge, Quake, Invulnerability, Sidestep, Toughness, Close Combat Expert. So nine clicks for a hundred or three clicks for a thirty, and then they have to hit her at least twice. So. I would play yeah. her at either line. Um, you're probably playing her at 100 slightly more often, depending on what else you pulled, but 30 yeah. is a totally fine option. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her, I mean, her main keyword that you're going to be theming with is scientist, and that's even not not even likely. But yeah, yeah she's uh, just really so good. Sex is technically possible if you're really lucky. <laughs> that's another way to get a full constructed team out of sealed things. So. Yeah, I, I guess that's technically possible. Although, if I you mean, do pull enough chases plus Giganta, you probably shouldn't actually put them on the same team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I've done sealed events, team, like I'm giving out the boosters from the same brick ideally, or like four from one brick and then two from another. So, it's pretty. I, mean, I don't know what the hell happened with the Red Skull thing, but yeah. So, uh, Prime Giganta is two two targets zero range team player one one ally team ability 75 or 25 she's a trait where she can gain a wonder woman's keywords so her keywords printed keywords aren't great but she can play with a wonder woman that's the hammer giant in the set <laughs> yeah giant retaliation uh trait power choose an opposing character that attacked a friendly character or that was attacked by a friendly character named wonder woman since your last turn Play Shikant essentially that she can make a close attack target the chosen character, then do so. And then when you do so, you will be using her special attack power, which is Quake. When Giganti uses it, targeting two plus characters, she deals reprinted damage value to each hit character, and after resolutions, give each hit character an action token. So you go to make the attack, and then you declare Quake, which changes how many targets you do. So for full points, you're doing four damage with that, or for 25, you're doing three. Uh, she also has the defense power, which is really good, and vulnerability. Uh, Giganta takes a maximum of one damage from characters with tiny, standard size, or colossal. So that anything that's not a giant... Basically reads, Giganta takes a maximum of one damage in this set. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So there's no outwit in... Actually, yeah, she has outwit. There's very little... Yeah, she she's has one of the only abilities as well. There's very little other outwit. She takes one damage, and if you attack her, she gets to quake you for mac full damage like this figure is just busted if you pull this well Wait, done this figure yeah. is so good i might consider playing batman at low just so she can wildcard batman ally i'm not <laughs> even kidding who knows might be worth it like she's yes, just so really good um so you have to hit her five times to get her off the path basically you have to hit her if you want to finish her you have to hit her six she times goes to regen. yeah then she goes to regen so uh, as far as her actual dial goes she starts with at uh, higher points, she is charged, and then a bunch of sidestep. Special attack power on everything but the last click. Uh, special defense power the whole time, and then regen. Uh, outwit, close combat expert, close combat expert, close combat expert. On low line, she starts with close combat expert. Outwit and outwit. So basically, and at low points, you have to hit her at least twice, because she starts on, she has two clicks with the one with the special power. So yeah, busted is a good, yeah. So she's hitting a whole team for four, and then tokens. Yeah, and, uh, and like, it's also just, they don't even need to hit or damage just if they attacked. That's yeah. And like the attacked by a friendly character named Wonder Woman since your last turn is not flavor text here. And like you should just play a character named Wonder Woman with her. <laughs> it's 
it doesn't even matter if it's a good character named Wonder Woman. Just go attack something with a Wonder Woman, and then your Giganta is there. Yeah. Uh, now we're into the super rares, uh, bombshells, Wonder Woman, JSA, and Wonder Woman odd team ability. She's either 100 or 50, but you're definitely playing her. Actually, it's debatable. So Probably. for 100 points, you have eight clicks, half of the dial's charge, half of it is sidestep, some impervious, some invulnerability, and some toughness, full dial of leadership. She can start the game with any with any one woman equipment equipped. She doesn't come with any. If she's equipped with the bracelets, when she's targeted by a ranged attack, increase the result of her super senses roll by an additional plus one. So she doesn't actually have super senses to begin with. Yeah, that's but... less good on her than it is on the Prime Diana. Yeah. Uh, and then she has a trait. Friendly characters with wonder or girl in their name or have the bombshells keyword. So... That doesn't actually matter in the set. Can be given action tokens by opposing effects or have their combat values negatively modified by opposing effects. So anyone, any other Wonder Woman, and there's some girls, but I'm not going to go through all of them, so that's you know, pretty reasonable. Um, she's kind of a basic bruiser, but it's a decently long dial for the points. I mean, printed four. It's good. 12 attack. Like She's just pretty good. Yeah, I'm not ultra excited about this, but uh, she's fine. Like, I mean, yeah, she's impervious in the set is good, but it's yeah. I mean, <laughs> on her own, she just can't be given action tokens, and then there's, I mean, there's not that much combat value reduction, but they can't reduce her combat values. Um, I feel like I'd rather play her at full, but yeah. she's okay at fifty. Um, Mary Shazam, the good one, six range Mystic, seventy five, Flyer. Uh, trait, trait defend, when a friendly character within range and line of fire will be targeted by an attack, you may roll d6, 4 to 6, place Mary Shazam adjacent to that character, and she becomes the target of the attack, even if it will be illegal, that's pretty cool. Starts with two special powers, uh, charge, but do not have speed, and then special attack power once per turn. When Mary Shazam hits an opposing character with a close attack, after resolution, she may use Quake as free. Uh, so she'll have a 12 movements, uh, 12 movement charge with that, uh, and then so top dial, it's special, special power, special power, impervious leadership, and then the end of the dial is charge, quake, and vulnerability, mystics. She's just really good, really good swing. Quake yeah, is like the reach is really but... important. Like, like we've been, like we keep saying, reach is important and constructed. It's just as important and sealed. It's just usually harder to achieve. Um, full movement charge is great. You charge, pick up an object, deal five, and then quake for free afterwards. Be good. Yeah, so this next character is not quite a temple, but he's 75 points, but whatever. So Green Lantern is 75 or 50, but I think you're generally going for 75. He has the construct trait. So free, if no construct generated by Green Lantern was on your force this turn, generate a green construct. All the constructs have a trait that yeah. uh, immediately KO this construct if it was if it is not within six squares of the character that generated it. Constructs do not block line of fire, do not require opposing characters to break away, and opposing characters don't stop moving when they become adjacent to a construct. Constructs can't be chosen for mastermind or have their combat values modified by other characters. So he makes a pog that does stuff, but it doesn't quite. Uh, Does he come with one? It, Yes, he comes with the. Where is it? Catcher's mitt. I think it, I think that's him. 
I'm yeah, pretty sure right. he's the one that comes with it. Yeah, um, I mean, there's only two options, right? And the catch. Oh no, no, chip doesn't. No, no, the other one is a chase one. So yeah, so uh, it is six speed, ten attack autonomous, seventeen defense, adjacent friendly characters have energy shield deflection. So cool. then you have Green Lantern, who starts with nineteen defend for seventy five points. So all of your figures just have twenty one defense from range. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Uh, so seven range Green Lantern core flyer. Green Lantern core is passengers eight, and now flyers can carry flyers. Although the team ability has redundant text clarifying that, but yeah. So dial to start off with running shot, nineteen defend leadership, has a stop click on the second click and on his last click. Stock look at vulnerability. So, yeah, so running shot leadership defend, then goes into sidestep psychic blast, stop leadership, uh, and then has some outwit later, some vulnerability, bunch of psychic blast. So, although psychic blast is really good and he does start with that at the lower line, I, I just. Yeah, the thing is, psychic ah, blast and outwit are really good. They're not super common in the set, and you should still play them at 75 because making your entire team 21 defense is very good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I mean, you can go full offense with him, but you can also just make your entire team impossible to hit. And also, for what it's worth, you can still have the construct block a square that your opponent would need to be in to make a close attack. So, sure, they just don't have to stop while moving past because they can't literally stand in the same square. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's not technically wrong to play him at lower, but I just feel like the opportunity cost is too. It's too high. And the mint can even technically deal damage. It has an attack value yeah. and a damage value. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, figure's great. Um, you should be playing yeah. them with enough figures that you can carry that that is that it's worth it, right? Like, yeah, I mean he's only seventy five points. I don't know what you're playing. You're not playing a two character team with them. Yeah, shouldn't be at least. I'm sure that you have so, enough good small things in your six boosters that you can run him and them. The other stuff you're playing should probably also shoot at a reasonable rate. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, the 19 defender alone is good, but then you also want to take advantage of the energy shield, and he's also a decent running shot. Also, not to mention that carrying doesn't reduce your speed anymore, so you can still carry a bunch of characters. And uh, Yeah. Sure. So Ares is a flyer. Uh, Dial is some charge, and it's incisive, then some flurry. A bunch of blades ends with steel energy. Impervious vulnerability toughness, full dial special damage power, leadership it succeeds on a four to six. When he uses it and it succeeds, you may instead generate an allied soldier bystander or German soldier bystander. If you do, an opponent also generates an allied soldier bystander or German soldier bystander, whichever you did not choose, adjacent to one of their characters, and then that's uh, friendly to their force. He also has an ally effect for uh, the soldier keyword. When a, friend, uh, and trait, when a character named Allied Soldier or German Soldier is KO'd, give Ares an Endless War token. At the beginning of your turn, for every two Endless War tokens that he has, gain one mission point. You're not actually winning a mission point with on mission <laughs> point. That's just not happening in Sealed. Uh, the bystanders are similar to the characters. Allied is you know, running shot, 10 attack, enhancement, 16 defense. And then the German soldier is, you know, nine attack energy explosion. So, yeah, you're, he generates enhancement. Yeah, that's good. On a four to six, your opponent gets a kind of useless bystander. So, yeah, he's uh, he's quite good. Not easy to kill. Mystics, I think, uh, yeah, 19, 12. Yeah. Does pretty much everything you want an attacker to do. 
Yeah, I'm so. not like ridiculously excited to be pulling this just because he's sort of a beat stick mostly, but uh, I'm not unhappy about it for sure. He's good. Yeah. Um, Firstborn, Cosmic Energy, 90 points. He has a weird dial, so he has a full dial, special damage power, uh, plus one attack and defense for each action token on adjacent opposing characters. Starts with a special, special defense power and ends on it, stop impervious. At the end of your turn, give each adjacent opposing character an action token if you can't deal them on penetrating damage instead. He has a trait, like a vampire dial. He starts the game on click number four. Steel energy, when he uses it, he instead heals one click for each action token on a hit target and may heal past his starting line. And then starts and ends on the same clicks as the stop click with a special speed power. Phasing teleport plasticity. Power if no friendly characters in place this turn. Choose an opposing character within six squares and attack firstborn. Or damage a friendly character since your last turn. Place firstborn such that you can make the close attack targeting the chosen character to do so. If the chosen opposing character has two action tokens, after resolutions, remove an action token from firstborn. People like this figure, and I don't know why. I've also never understood it. We should have invited somebody who would like this figure on to explain it to us. Yeah. Um, like, he's better in sealed, because you can just, like, put him down next to your opponent's team instead of relying on them attacking something. Yeah, so I mean, phase, it's phasing, plasticity, and then the action token thing. So, yeah. And then, I mean, he has willpower from cosmic energy, but he's also a giant. I mean... I mean, if he starts healing, yeah, so he, he heals, he gets to some charge, quake. He's a vampire now, but what he gets to isn't actually that impressive. He gets some charge, but he's just not mobile. Like, I don't know how he's actually attacking. Like, I guess if he if he phases next to somebody and then he pushes them, then they can't attack back, but that's, like, kind yeah, of it. I mean, he's not literally. Like, he's, he's much better in season than I think he is in Constructed. He's totally playable. Like, I'm not super unhappy to be pulling this out of a booster. Um, you can, you really can just like wait until they have a token and then phase 12 next to two things, double token them and make attacks next turn. It's not the worst. Yeah. Uh, Hades, who is only 75 points this time. Cosmic energy, eight range. Whenever a trait, whenever a standard character within 10 squares is KO, generate a tortured soul bystander in that character's square. So not normal generation in their square. Tortured soul is six movement sidestep, not attacking, capacitate 15 super senses, zero damage. Uh, and then trait, when a, whenever an opposing character fails a breakaway roll when adjacent to a tortured soul bystander or a to- tortured soul bystander evades an attack using super senses, generate one mission point. Uh, stop click on his second and last clicks, stop impervious, full dial special power, leadership, when Hades uses it and succeeds, you may instead generate a tortured soul bystander. So, they also don't have to break, they can be adjacent to multiple characters and and a tortured soul. I mean, he's a decent attacker, he gets psychic blast on his stop clicks, impervious and then impervious stop click, phasing, mobility, he's fine. So what I really want to do with this character is play um him and strife yeah oh geez well no she's only standard characters i thought right yeah she is you're right that's too bad. i mean it's not too bad that would be really dumb but uh yeah i'm, I'm not excited by hades he's fine you won't like he doesn't die whatever yeah it's weird that he doesn't have any sort of healing but yeah he's uh, yeah he's okay 
Um, Grail. 100 points or 75 points, but I would lean towards higher, I think. Trade, anti-life drain. One opposing character misses Grail with an attack. Modify Grail's attack plus one to the end of your next turn. Unique modifier, opposing characters within four squares. Modify attack minus one. Uh, special speed power that she starts with on either starting line. Charge, when she uses it after resolu- after moving, you may choose a standard opposing character whose square she moved through and place the character a character adjacent to her. So she has that charge power, quake, exploit, impervious. Then goes into sidestep, seal energy, vulnerability, close combat expert, ends with special power, quake, regen, exploit, weakness. She's, yeah, so you have the option of 12 attack, exploit, or you have 12 attack, quake, exploit. I feel like she's a little soft for 100 points. Well, the reason that I'm not sure she is is that trait. The opposing characters in four squares modify attack minus one. That puts, like, most characters in the set down to a 10 attack, so they need a mate to hit her. And there's, like, not that yeah, much in this set. So, and, like, you can just, like, you know, run across the map and hit their Apollo or whatever for four, and then they don't have that much penetration. Pen- I, I guess, probably. I, mean, I guess... Yeah, I guess she's just... Yeah, I guess she's not that easy to kill. Penetrating damage is really important, so... Yeah. So, like, I, I don't think she's the best figure you can pull in this set, but I would always play her. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. It's just we. It's just so weird having to evaluate every single character based on the fact that there is no outwit. Yeah. It's just... Uh, it's hard yeah, to no, remember like, that. You can just assume that her reducers are there. <laughs> Which isn't something yeah. you can assume in every set. Yeah. And then you have the option of uh, the penetrating quake against multiple characters. Also, just the repositioning opposing character, just that's really destructive. But that's pretty good. So, um, yeah. the 75 point line, she loses two clicks, but like, I don't know. I feel like you lose on attack with damage. Play her at 100. Pardon? I feel like I probably always play her at 100. Yeah. Uh, okay, now we're into chases. Okay, so King Shazam, that's uh, 150 points, which is, wow. This set. Yeah, so all so, of the Secret Six chases are ridiculous. Yeah, so because, yeah, they all have Outwit traded. Uh, Secret Six trade is Outwit, and then modifies attack plus one when attacking one plus characters with a shared keyword. He has some pretty reasonably common keywords, Deity, Mystical, Ruler. And then this is never going to happen. If there are six plus friendly characters with the Secret Six keyword on your force... Opposing characters can't use protected outwit or safeguard outwit. Yeah, there's I mean, nothing you have to have, right? Yeah, no, there's literally there's two figures. There's a rare, there's a rare prime, and there's chases. Like it, this is not happening. It, I'm not saying that if it happens, you 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 cheated and like brought boosters. Okay, here's how it happens. You get five duplicate Giganta rare boosters. <laughs> And the King Shazam. Even then, you can't you play. Go. Oh wait, you have exactly enough points to play him and and uh, the five Gigantas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not even sure still it's a good team, team but... that you're playing though. Yeah, exactly. So uh, then he also has a trait when King Shazam is not on click number eleven, and it will be damaged by opponent's attack. You may instead note your current click and turn to click number eleven, uh, which is uh, five movement plasticity, twelve attack, fourteen <laughs> defense, no damage. But he has a special attack power, which is Shazam. The first time this cloak is revealed, King Shazam has immune until your next turn. Power, make a close attack, targeting all adjacent opposing characters. Hit characters are dealt three penetrating damage instead of normal damage. 
after resolutions, turn King Shazam back to his last note of click. So you're starting this off probably with probably isn't a uh, permanently outwitted power like it would be. Right. So the problem right. is that you can outwit that power before he gets it normally, but yeah, without much outwit in the set. Uh, so he's also in Justice League and Mystics Flyer. So his starting click is 13 speed. Charge, 12 attack, Quake, 19 impervious, 5 exploit. So just straight up one of the best attackers in the set. Yep, and you're playing him at 150 because, like, what what are you using those points on that's better? I'm very impressed if you somehow managed to find something. So, yeah, so you'll get immune. If they're already chasing to you, you'll have plasticity on them, and then you'll get to make that attack and go back to your starting click. But at the same time, I mean, if he's going to die, you can also just do that, right? So. Yep. If they can manage to deal eight penetrating damage. Oh, wait, never mind. I mean, yeah, basically you have, I mean, if he's about to die, you still get that extra click, so that's pretty good. Uh, although, if you're going to that click, I would make sure you have at least one prob so you don't crit miss to death. That would be bad. But, yeah, I mean, he's pretty just, unlikely, but it could happen. He's just ridiculous. Um, you have Sky Tyrant at 100. Again, like, I'm uh, focusing on, like, the kind of primary attackers. So, same Secret Six trait. Another trait, when Sky Tyrant KOs an opposing character, give him a reincarnation token. When Sky Tyrant will be KOD main instead, remove reincarnation token and turn click number seven. Special speed power that he starts with on his first, last, and uh, clicks, and the first on his lower line. Flurry, charge, but do not have speed. When Sky Tyrant hits after resolution, so he move up to half his speed, value using improving characters. So, the, swing. Uh, for what it's worth, he has Charge Flurry. Uh, top dial, he has Blades. He has Full Dial Exploit. You can play him at 50. You might. Consider blades, but... I actually think you might play him at 50. Yeah, it's... it's it depends I what else you pulled, for sure, but um, there's a chance that you play this at 50. Unlike like almost all of the other uh, temples where there's no reason to do so, there is a reason to play him at 50. Right, so he has really good swing himself, and then if he hits both times, he, he moves back 12. Uh, so if he hits both times, he's doing 6 penetrating damage. If that doesn't kill something, I don't know what does in this set. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, you can run around in Apollo with your 50-point character or whatever. Like, he's good. The only weird thing is that if you're playing him optimally, he will not really get to use Zetwood very much. Yeah. There's just, like, talking about all of this... There's going to be a lot of missed attacks in this set. That's true. There's so much super senses. There's like very little prob. There's no perplex on attack. Like the attack values aren't sky high. Yeah. The only yeah. saving grace is that although there's some 50 50 super senses, there's no shape change. So <laughs> at least that no helps. shape change plus 50 50 super senses. Thankfully. Yeah. So uh, swing, penetrating damage, and outwit. I mean, that's everything you want. Right? Yep. That's like the set. So, yeah. Uh, Deathbringer, who is Donna Troy. Injustice League and Titans team abilities 125 or 50 points. Uh, some uh, Secret Six trait. Special attack power for most of the dial. Incapacitate, Giant Reach 3. Once per turn, when Deathbringer hits at resolutions, roll D6, 4 to 6. Place hit, oppose, hit character adjacent to her and make a close attack, but only to target that character so she can. Double attack, although for 125, she's only 11-3. Oh, boy. Special damage power that he, she starts with on her both her starting lines and ends with. 
free if one plus friendly characters with the secret sex keyword were hit since your last turn. Choose one and then place Deathbringer adjacent to that character. This doesn't matter. Yeah, if you're only playing her, yeah. I mean, uh, if instead one plus friendly characters with the secret six keyword was KO'd during your last turn, and no other friendly characters have been placed this turn, place or adjacent to an opposing character that make an attack. So the only if you're the gigantic, only figure you're playing this with is your gigantic. Like, there's, yeah. it, it's not gonna happen. Um, this figure kind of sucks she's, though. Like, she's just not very good. I mean, at I fifty know, points, yeah, wet. She's like okay. I I feel like it's worth playing for at wit in this set. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her at 50 just for the outlet is totally reasonable. You're right. That's a good point. I'd play her at 50. I don't think I'd play her at 125. She's not enough better, and you're just you just have her for the outwit. Like there are so many lower rarity better tent poles that I don't know why you're playing this at your 125 slot. Yes. Yeah, so you're having three clicks for like 75 points, like nah. <laughs> wow. Supergirl, 8 range, Injustice League, and Superman Ally, team abilities. She's 175 or 75. I feel like you're going for full. Secret Six trait. Another trait. When Supergirl would damage a character without an infection token, give them an infection token. Characters with infection tokens gain the monster keyword. That's relevant because she'll then gain the uh, plus one attack against them because of that other trait. Special attack power that she ends with. Yeah, she doesn't start with it either way. Uh, poison, when Supergirl uses it, characters within range with, and with infection tokens are considered adjacent and damage dealt to them as penetrating. So for full points, running shot, psychic blast, impervious, goes into running shot, energy explosion, and vulnerability. Ends the dial with the uh, sidestep, full a uh, bunch of special power, close combat expert, more impervious, and regen. Uh, I feel like uh, she's not... I don't know, she's probably, her defense are probably fine enough for 175. She's fine. Um, I might play her at either line. I don't know which one I prefer, actually, for this set. Because yeah. having pen- access to penetrating is nice, but also energy explosion with a four printed is totally fine, and it's 100 points cheaper. I think it really depends what else you pull. Um, I think you're playing this every time. It just depends which line. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any chase you're never Like, playing. I'd far prefer to play this at 75 and in Apollo than to play this at 175, for example. But if I don't have an Apollo then 170, that is available for that team, then 175 seems fine. Yeah. Um, so as far as the primary attackers, it's about 50-50 of high rarity to low rarity. Like, and I don't think that the low rarity ones are that much worse than a lot of the high rarity ones. Should I say it again? I don't think that the low rarity primary attackers are that much worse than a lot of the high rarity ones. Like, I no, think Zeus is the, pretty much the best one in the set at rare, so. Yeah. Yep. So, um, support pieces, thankfully there's, there's starting to be some repeats. So, Allied Soldier we talked about. We're just going to skip all of those. <laughs> yeah, DMA Agent, Minotaur, Cersei. Oh, how, Cersei we haven't talked about yet. Um, yeah. So, as far as options for telekinesis go in this set, there is one below rare option, which is Cersei. Uh, she also has probability control, which there's also very little of. So, for your non-themed team, she's like the only way that you're getting prob, and uh, TK is really good. So, 
honestly, I can't really see any of the Cerseys that you pull not making it onto A team. But like, yeah, unfortunately, she also flies. Like, you yeah. just want to carry instead. Yeah. She has stealth, she has mystics, like, she's just totally fine. She has I mean, she also dial, she gets hit there. She has mind control and a three damage for 50 points. Like, yeah, she does. Attacker. Yeah. Yeah, like, this isn't a figure that I'm excited about outside of this format, but within this format, I think, uh, the, so I'm, I'm less excited about her in standard sealed than I am in team sealed, because team sealed teams end up being enough higher power level that just having this sort of glue figure that has telekinesis and prob and stuff that just sort of ties the team together is pretty important. So, yeah, Cersei's great. You should be playing her on one of your teams. Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn is either 50 or 25. So she has, uh, she gains three clicks for full points. Uh, she is 50 point. Yeah, uh, Underworld and one Romanod team ability starts with charge, qu- uh, charge, quake, full dial, toughness, and three clicks of prob. And then she goes uh, sidestep senses and close combat expert trait. When Harley Quinn misses all targets, can attack at resolutions, give each target an action token. Uh, she does have Amazon and Scientist, which are relevant because she has Underworld. So basically, 50 point prob mm-hmm. is okay. She can quake, and then if she just you're more I've likely played to make... worse things just for prob and seal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're almost more likely to want her to miss. Yeah. Like, if she misses, basically, yeah, she misses, it's just in cap. There's a chance. Um, a 25-point taxi on your Amazon team. I think it's pretty unlikely, but it could happen. Yeah, I think I'd just if rather you get, like, the rare, and you want to get it across the map quickly so that your Giganto can do stuff, then maybe. But uh, almost certainly, I think you're playing her at 50 for the prob. She's not. Yeah, I mean, with the damage values in the set, you're definitely going to see the super senses click. So, yeah, there's a lot of these Wonder Woman characters that get the senses on dial later. So, yeah. Uh, Ferdinand is just the best healer in like oh, forever. Yeah. yeah, 30 we've points. We've been talking about. Sorry, save it. Just, yeah, just quickly. Uh, trait power, choose an adjacent friendly character and roll D6. Heal that character equal to half the result. So, basically. Power action, and then they regen, but it's not name regen. His dial's charge, toughness, ends on sidestep, blade, senses, close combat expert, 30 points. I mean, yeah, guaranteed healing. This is what I keep wanting them to change support to. <laughs> not just actual support. He has three printed damage, so he's not even, like, literally the worst attacker. Blades, late dial, toughness, so he probably doesn't get one shot, while also just having a trait that heals all of your big people. Like, we've been talking about all of these pretty good over 100 point pieces they all want a Ferdinand on their team <laughs> that's the team yeah. you should be putting Ferdinand on like literally any of your if you're putting Ferdinand on a team that doesn't contain an 100 or more point figure unless it's like Jason or something then you've probably chosen the wrong one but um he's great with any of those yeah I they mean you're Apollo for three and suddenly he's back up at top down I mean he's a really good support piece second charge like yeah um, we talked about Maxi Zeus, talked about Angleman, Teen Lantern. Uh, she's either, I don't think you play her at 75 because she has never reduced her, but base 75 or 30, she, I, she's, she has probably the whole dial. She starts with a running shot on both lines, has some sides up in the middle, special power most of the dial, and then some printed barrier at the end. Uh, special defense power, barrier, barrier is free, but only to generate one marker. 
When Teen Lantern uses probability control, you may choose one of her barrier markers, and she can count range and draw a line of fires if she occupied that square. She also has Green Lantern Corps and Police Team abilities. I mean, she's just everything you want in a support character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're playing her at 30, and you're getting a taxi for your entire team, barrier, and prop. I mean, and police department team ability. Like, she's so good. Yeah, you can also just, like, have her, like, safely in the back, place a barrier six out, and then prob six out from that. Mm-hmm. Like, no risk. so many options. Yeah, she's I mean, really good. Yeah, she just does everything. But like I said, I mean, you get more dial for the extra points, but you're just, I don't know. It's not that much yeah, better. Like, I mean, it depends what else you pull, like always, but uh, I'd, I'd almost certainly end up playing her at 30. Yeah. Uh, Lantern. So build check answers are kind of support pieces. They both have retaliation, but at 25, the prime has outwit, but I'd rather play her at full. Uh, Strife is for 25 points. Stealth, super senses. She great has a trait. Reducer figures, great to hear yeah, Tactics. she has a trait because she has a second starting line later in the dial. Uh, I mean, you're playing her because her special damage power, standard friendly characters within four squares have mystics. So, yeah, that's crazy in this mystics set. Good uh, <laughs> yeah, so for 50 points, she then has, she ends on a stop, or she has a stop click with invulnerability, gets shot for the rest of the game, can't be healed above this click. Uh, then she has the rest of all has sides some close combat expert and some producers. Uh, yeah, I don't know how much I, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm probably playing her at 25 on second evaluation. <laughs> yeah, she's just not attacking really. Um, Star Sapphire has two starting lines one is running shots, IQ blast, energy shield, special damage power, uh, and then for 25, sidestep TK barrier. Uh, ally trait for Green Lanterns, uh, special damage power, it's only on the start. Leadership, unique modifier when Star Sapphire uses it and succeeds. Friendly characters modify defense plus one until your next turn. So, I mean, yeah, Psychic Blast, and then just give your whole team plus one defense. That's really good. Although, Both yeah, of so these basically. styles are really good. It's kind yeah, of hard so to choose which one to play. Yeah, exactly. They're two completely different characters, and they both do the exact things you want on the set. Like, either Penetrating or TK and Barrier? Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, I think it depends. I think it just depends what you need. Um, If you already have a bunch of Apollos and Jasons and stuff, then play her on her TK Barrier line. Uh, If you're short on your Psychic Blast, Running Shot Psychic Blast characters, then play her Running Shot Psychic Blast. Like, the Running Shot Psychic Blast is a more powerful dial, but there's more other stuff in the set that does that. So I feel like a reasonable percentage of the time it's probably correct to play the TK barrier line. I don't think you're ever not playing her. No, no. Like, there's no way that you're finding something better for 25 points for every, like, 25 on every team. There's no chance. Well, not even that. Just, like, you just have to play her for what she does. Yeah. Yeah. She's just really good. Uh, Felix Faust is a weird one because he's kind of he's kind of a support piece, but he has, I mean, I'm like... playing him at 60, I think. Yeah, so 60 or 30 for basically the same dial. Okay, so trait. When an opposing character within range would use that what probability control or perplex. Perplex isn't in the set. Rule D6 on a 1. That character can use that power additional time this turn. 4 to 5, the use of this of that power has no effect. 6, the use of that power has no effect. And after resolutions, deal that character 1 penetrating damage. Uh, so rolling a 1 isn't actually as bad as it looks because you will get to roll the trait again. 
So another chance of that penetrating damage. Yeah. Uh, special speed power for most of his dials. Stealth free. Place Felix Faust in a square up to four squares away from his current square. With eight range. Uh, yeah, see, he has that, and then some regular stealth, and then the rest of the dial is full dial psychic blast, full dial super senses, full dial special damage power, I would probably control enhancement. I mean, he just does all the supports, so yeah, he has outwit. Outwit is very important in the set. Enhance, actually, he has, like, literally everything you want in the set. Yeah. Enhancement's extremely important. Prob, and outwit, penetrating damage. Like, he does l- literally everything. I think I'm playing him at 60 most of the time. Um, 11 and 3 is just better. And uh, I'm just, I, I don't think I need those 30 points for much. Um, he's really yeah, good. So, like, he's one of the best figures in the set, I think, to pull. Yeah, so, the, I mean, the difference here versus, like, regular shield is that you're going to have more characters to use with his enhancement, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. like, his movement power, the place Felix Faust in a square up to four squares from his current square, we see that kind of thing a lot, but it's usually specifically an hindering train or something. And he just doesn't even say that. You can just place him wherever you want. He's really, he's really bad. I mean, you probably want him in hindering. Yeah, the, but, like, the thing is you can keep moving even when not. And, like, if you're on, if you take them to, like, a, um underground map or something, then you can just go through walls. Like, yeah. I sure. don't see how you don't make the points to play him at 60 points. Like, that I just feels like it. you have to. Because he just becomes an attacker. Mm-hmm. Uh... Chip is just one of the best support pieces of all time. Yep. Flyer, uh, so yeah, Flyer, Green Lantern, team ability, 35 points, 6 range. Full dial sidestep, has TK, goes into an incapacitate. Full dial energy shield, prob, goes into outwit. Uh, he has the construct trait, but doesn't come with a construct. I guess if you're playing him in hell, they can like alternate it. But basically, the best taxi, he has prob, and he has TK. That's kind of it. Yep. Yeah. Um, what's the best team to play this guy on out of your like multiple teams? Um, what would you prefer? If to you have, I guess, if you have an attacker like Zeus that you need mobility on, uh, yeah, I feel he's like really he could go on. Zeus, that's true. I feel like he goes on. I feel like he just is like oppressive to add to your best team, probably. Yeah, I mean, or he just, you want like, makes your second best team just work much better. Yeah, so telekinesis is really important on him. Uh, like, there are a bunch of not great mobility, really powerful figures in the set, so he helps a lot with that. If you have one of those, then you should be playing them with him. Um, if you have a team that's just like a bunch of little stuff, then you should be playing it with him because you can carry all of it. Um, other than that, just put him on anything. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> yeah. He'll do what you want him to. Uh, yeah. Uh, Scarab is kind of a support piece level thing. Um, six range in Justice League Mystics, 75 or 50. Um, Secret Six trait, uh, then another trait. Free, choose an adjacent character until your next turn. Scarab can use the effect of all equipment equipped to that character. Very unlikely. Um, special damage power that he starts with on either point line. Scarab can count squares for range and modify from unheld objects and opposing equipped characters. When Scarab attacks this way, he deals a maximum of one damage. So either he starts off with a running shot, psychic blast, toughness in that special damage power, or he starts off with sidestep TK, super senses damage power. Uh, he ends with sidesteps, steel energy, regen, prob. I mean, 
at Wit, at Wit across the map. Tommy's across the map. Across the map. I mean, you can place light objects. Yeah, but it's pretty easy to get rid of them. Eh, I mean, but if you make your opponent deal with them, that's pretty good. Sure. Yeah, I mean, he's much worse than he is in Constructed. He's obviously a good figure. Like, he has TK, he has Outwit, but uh, yeah. don't expect to don't expect him to win games by himself or anything. No, he's just pretty good. I mean, for, for 50 points, you have TK, which you want. You have Outwit. You know... I mean, I don't. I don't think that there's any equipment where you want to force it to play him with it, right? Like, that's more of a no. constructive thing. Fifty points. He does a lot of the sports stuff you want. Uh, Commissioner technically has a fifty-point line and a twenty-five-point line, but why are you ever playing with fifty? Um, improved targeting, hindering, secret six trait, trait, power once per game, generate a rookie bison that gains the police keyword. Uh, running shot, psychic blast, 18, impervious, three spe- three damage, special power, which is police, police team, Batman ally, team ability, police team ability, probability control, but only if the commissioner is within range and, and line of fire, protected outwit, uh, giants, and giant willpower. Uh, he has uh, leadership, mastermind, stealth, and a special attack power. Power, choose an adjacent friendly character that shares a keyword with the commissioner. The chosen character can make the attack using its printed combat values after resolutions if they missed all targets with an action token. So he's almost the best attacker in the set for 25 points. <laughs> yeah, this is your primary attacker for 25 points that also brings every support power in the game. Like, this character's stupid. Also, Honestly, Underworld. don't put this on your best team because he makes the team that he's on your best team. So play him with literally anything else and you probably win. Yeah, I, I yeah. If you already have like the best team, he's not gonna like make or break it. He's just that good. Um, Sinestro is kind of a support piece, but kind of not really. Uh, basically, uh, six range contra trait for the Indigo one. Well, the Indigo stop sign is six speed, ten attack, two damage, eighteen barrier. Also has opposing characters within two squares. Can't use improved movement, so you can literally. Sinestro can just move up and put some barrier around somebody, and they just can't do anything. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I played him in Sealed. He was pretty good. He also has uh, special damage powers, whole dial, close combat expert, free, choose one, heal an adjacent character one click, or knock back a character within range and modifier one square in a direction of your choice. So he's I do love he... that, barriering your opponent in not just for Sealed anymore, not just for indoor maps anymore. Do it wherever. I totally forgot about that interaction. I don't think I did when I played him. So, yeah, so he kind of has, like, he's kind of, this, he has the spin ring, kind of, but with for, you know, then his That's range value and line of fire. So his dial is sidestep, close, sidestep, psychic blast, super senses, ends with phasing reflexes. I mean, he does all, he, he's penetrating attack, uh, range attacks, 12-4 and close, healing or knocking back and barrier. Like, he does basically everything except for oh, Imagine playing Superman against this guy. You're just so sad. You just instantly yeah, lose the game. Yeah, he can just yeah, he can just like win games. This is why you play another figure with Superman, so that you can uh, keep it beside Superman for the entire game, so that they they can't just barrier Superman in. Oh wow, I totally yeah, he can be a win condition. Or like 
if you're winning the game, you can just be like, okay, well, this game is done. And so, so how the constructs, correct me if I'm wrong, you can place the construct barrier and then how do they disappear? It's like if they're not within the of the character. Yeah, so then you get rid of it and then the barrier stays because that's how barrier works. And then the next turn you generate it again wherever you want. So like moving halfway across the map doesn't help because you can just catch up. And this yeah, top side um, can also attack technically. It's a 10 and 2. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean... Really yeah. I don't really know just, why we're looking at a particular chase, but I appreciate that we did because that's a cool trick. <laughs> well, he's kind of a support piece, but like, yeah. I forgot how incredible he is in this environment. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, put him on any team. I mean... If you face Superman, you win! Congratulations. If you face a team with... Uh, over a hundred point figure that has no other figures with three damage, you win. Congratulations. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, our last section is everything else, which not a lot of is very good. So we'll go through it really relatively quickly. Uh, thirty-five points, Dan, thirty-five point Dan and Prince. One hundred one ally team ability, two targets, zero range, thirty-five points. Secret entity for Wonder Woman. It has exploit, which is. The main thing. Yeah, it has exploit, and then the one moment it turns into is charge, three damage, close combat expert, super senses, one one ally. Uh, I'm I don't playing know this. Say. I'm playing this Diana Prince only if I have no other penetrating damage on a team that needs them, pretty much. Yeah, uh, cheetah is basically charge blades. Unfortunately, no exploit until end battle, so not great. Like fine. Like, if you have a theme, an unthemed team, that there's nothing better to put on it, sure. But I think you'll have something better. She has scientists, notably. Or Giganta, maybe you can pull off a scientist-themed team with her. That might be worth it. That's about it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so Sierra Entity, Wonder Woman. She's pretty reasonable for 50 points. 11-3. Pardon? I'm not super happy to be playing her. I do think I'd rather have her as a secret identity for Diana Prince. Not yeah, for 45 um, point Diana Prince, but for 35 point Diana Prince. We already talked about the DMA, Diana Prince, who is, uh, has your identity as well. She's okay. Ferdinand, Apollo, Maxis, Medusa. You don't play Medusa. Yeah, if you have Medusa on one of your teams, stop, rethink your teams, and figure out a way to not play Medusa. She's just like she. If you have no other options for a taxi, that's literally it. Yeah, she does a thing. It's just not a great thing, <laughs> and she's not capable yeah. at all. So you don't even get that advantage. Okay, Donna Troy, non-prime Titans, one-on-one -on -one team ability, four range, sixty points, flyer. She can start with any one-on-one -on -one equipment equipped, and then she she has the bracelet. She has an additional plus one on her super senses. She doesn't start with the team ability, so she'll start off with the. Five to six, and then on to and on to four to six. Empower is no, good. On three but Empower is good, so you might end up playing this. But other than that, not really. She also has the uh, move, and then use the Titan Seam ability. Yeah, she's fine. Like you might end up playing this. Empower is good. It's just yeah. you have to have a team that cares about it, which you may or may not. Yeah. Uh, Prime Donna Troy is. 
Flyer, two targets, zero range, Titans, Wonder Woman, on team ability, 50 points, improvement with blocking. Uh, she has the exact same bracelets trait, uh, and then she's very much worth it because she has toughness super senses on dial. So starting um, off with uh, protected out with three to six super yeah. senses. If you, pull, if you somehow pull both the bracelets and her, then they should probably be on her. I think she's the best bracelets holder by far. Yeah, uh, and then another trait, the groovy 70s. Each turn, the first friendly finalized attack roll of seven is a critical hit, and that's just which really for good. Those, yeah, which yeah. for those who haven't played a ton of Catan, is the most likely uh, roll you can get on 2d6, so making that a crit is pretty great. Yeah, and keep in mind finalized, your opponent can probably you out of it. Uh, yeah, so she's just... Yeah, and so, with the amount of super senses in this set, that's even better, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, crit hits, bypass, and super senses. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Girl, Titans, Wonder Woman Ally team ability. She has the same move and then use the Titans team ability thing, which isn't going to happen. Uh, she can start with any of the, uh, the equipments. If she has the Lasso of Truth, when using its incapacitate, all hit targets can't use damage powers until your next turn. You're probably not having any of the equipment on her. No, her dial is a bunch of charge, quake. Uh, she's a bruiser, basically. She's okay. Yeah, she's probably better than Bombshell Wonder Woman, just by virtue of being 25 points cheaper for a very similar product. But yeah. She's um, and, and she has 12 attack because of Close Combat Expert, which is relevant. Yeah, she's she's reasonable. We're really getting through these, thankfully, now. Dr. Psycho is a rare three range, or sorry, three targets, seven range, Justice League and team player, team abilities, 45 points. Improved targeting, elevated, hindering characters. Traded mind control when Doctor Psycho uses it after resolutions. Give each character an action token. Uh, Devin has to give him a little bit more credit because he has a TK. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, so I think side, yeah. So side. Yes. Yeah, so basically, you're playing him for sidestep. All the improved targeting, mind control. He has TK, leadership, and he even has a stop clock. So. He plays really well with Apollo. If you pulled Apollo. This guy play them together because they work really well in the same kinds of maps and Apollo's weakness of needing telekinesis on the team is short up by him. They're they're very good together. You should play them both. Yeah, team player can be pretty reasonable in this set, depending on what you have. Also it's pretty funny that he really wants to copy the Wonder Woman team. Wonder Woman team really? Yeah, that is funny. Uh Silver Swan. When she uh trait when she's targeted by a wit until its duration expires, she can't use any of her powers and can't make range attacks. Special attack power, giant reach two, blades, claws, fangs, free. If Silver Swan has not attacked or has not been placed this turn, make a close attack using blades, claws, fangs. Dial is charged in that special power, reflexes, ends on running shot, psychic blast, toughness. She has five range and pro, uh, five range and flies. So that that special attack power basically says, why are you using charge? Yeah, we we talked about it briefly a while ago, and the only reason we could think of to use charge was if you were picking up an object. But, like, you have played, so you're probably just rolling a dice instead. Yeah. Basically, she's good because she has full map reach. She can move 12 and then attack. That's strong. Yeah. Uh, the other Cersei, 6 range, Mystics, Wonder Woman, Ally, Team Ability, 75 points, Flyer... Uh, she can start with a Wonder Woman equipment, but doesn't get any sort of bonuses. Uh, another trait, once per turn, when Cersei KOs an opposing character with an attack after resolutions, choose one, heal two clicks, or make an attack. And she's not to put blades, so she can do that, uh, blades on that extra attack. So charge blades and vulnerability prob, uh, ends on sidestep, close combat expert, reflexes, and quake. So she's just a really good attacker. In close, she has range, she has prob. 
Yeah, yeah Prob is good. So that's the main reason to play her. She's not exceptional, but fine. Yeah. Miss Martian, six range, Titan, 70 points, Flyer, improved movement, blocking, and characters, but she doesn't destroy the block and just like phases through it. Titan's reborn traits and move, and then she can use the Titan's team ability. Special speed power, mind control. When Miss Martian moves, if she moved five squares or less after resolution, she can use mind controls free. Special stop click, stop and vulnerability. And on that click, she has charge, 11, 4, and then close combat Jeez. expert. Yeah. Terrifying. Uh, to start with, she has TK leadership, that mind control thing. I mean, just having TK in the early game is good. She's like kind of an okay enough attacker. Yeah. You play this if you have managed to build a Justice League theme team or um, you just really need a TK. Yeah. But she's worse than a lot of uncommons. I think. She's just. Uh, I mean. Like, I'd much rather play a Jason, right? Yeah, uh, it really depends how much you need the TK. Yeah, I mean, TK is good. It's just 70 points is generally not the price you want to be paying for. Um, there aren't any options, so you may end up paying that price. Okay, Devastation. I have no idea who this character is. Uh, full dial, special attack power, Quake. When Devastation uses it, give each character a Shaken token. Characters with Shaken tokens can't have their combat values positively modified. When a character with a shaken token hits, remove all their shaken tokens, protected outwit. So she has some charge and some sidestep. She has that for roll dial, impervious and toughness. She ends with a bunch of close combat expert. She's eight she's kind of expensive at eighty-five. Yeah. I don't think that trade is that the attack power is that good necessarily. She just like goes to toughness immediately after the first two points. Yeah. Like impervious. Yeah, which is nice, I guess. She, I don't know. I'm not happy to be playing this. I will if I have to, I guess. You have to admit the Maxwell Lord's kind of okay because he has that wit in this set. Mm-hmm. Um, police team ability and with the targeting. targeting nice. uh, eight range, three targets, 45 points, full down mind control, uh, mastermind that goes into super senses, at wit, some problem, and then ends on out wit. Traded stealth. Traded stealth, and then he has a mission point thing technically. At the end of your turn, if a friendly character used mind control this turn and an opposing character took damage during that mind control, Gain one mission point, or if an opposing character was KO during that mind control, gain two mission points instead. It's a lot of words for trade itself, especially in this set. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah I mean, eight range triple target mind control is good, um, but really you're playing him because of the outward insistence. This is a reasonable yeah. support piece in this set for sure. Yeah. Um, Okay, flashes. I mean, you're gonna get one. Yeah. We let's talk about the flash. I mean, it's the flash. He. So you're not getting two. Like, okay, if you get two, that's insane because that's just insane. But basically, thirty points for double charge. Team player is really good. I don't know. It's the flash. Twelve attack, three damage. Actually, you know what? If you get two. Okay, if you do get two, do you think it's better to play two on one team or? Give it to different people. Good question. Um, I would say give it to different people unless you really need one of the other two dials on that same team, which I can't see you needing. I don't know. The outwit one is really. I feel like good, that's just. I guess. If I feel like that's just making a. I feel like that just is making a team that's probably already good. Like just. Yeah. I don't. I don't see how it's necessary. Yeah. You're probably playing it on a different team. If you're not, it's because you're playing the outwit one because you want it to make your 
charge one more effective, I guess. I, oh, you know what? Okay, so it's either TK, okay, so it's either TK route with, okay, generally speaking, I would lean towards splitting them, but I can see situations where you don't. Yeah, unfortunately, um, you're not pulling to, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you never know. Well, okay, we have Isaacs. I mean, technically, that was uh, that was the team team's figure. That's Adam, George's, and Maddie G's. We have Isaacs, Red Sun, Lex Luthor. He's a weird piece. He has <laughs> Mastermind to start and outwit. Then he has a special defense power for three clicks. Stop Mastermind. One and bystander generated by Lex Luthor's KO'd after resolution. Seal him on avoidable damage. Speed power on click two. When this click is first revealed after, after resolutions, generate a Bizarro bystander that has immunity next turn, even if this power is lost. Uh, the Bizarro is five movement charge, 11 attack quake, four damage impervious. So that's pretty good. Uh, Luther has a similar power on his second click. Uh, special attack power on his next click, which is the same thing, but it's for green light bystander who's running shots like a blast. Then uh, he... And, he has that win on all his clicks, and then on the last click, it is a special uh, damage power. At wit, when this click is first revealed, choose an opposing character for the rest of the game. That character can attack Lex Luthor unless they're the only character on their force protected at wit pulse wave. Uh, I mean, at wit's really good. In the, yeah, at wit's good, so you're probably playing this. Um, the, ma- the main advice is for people playing against it. Why are you punching this? Stop punching this. I know you're thinking about punching this. Don't. Yeah, just which means as the person playing this, throw them right beside your opponent. It'll be great. Yeah, why why are you ever using Mastermind? Is my other question. Top dial Mastermind. That's what I want. I want to Mastermind this guy to something else. Uh, we are really almost done. Uh, Prime Wonder Woman, who's a Black Lantern. Uh, Puma characters and flies trade uh, starts on click four and she can steal energy past her starting line. Uh, she goes as high as a six movement charge, 13 attack, outwit, 19 impervious. She immediately heals onto charge flurry when one woman uses flurry and hits with the first attack. After resolution, or after that attack resolves, she can move up to two squares, automatically breaking away before making her second attack. Uh, two clicks at the end, stop toughness. At the end of your turn, heal one click. So you're starting off with. Charge, close combat expert, 11-3, which becomes 12-4. She immediately heals onto Outwit, Charge Flurry. I mean, she's a, she's just a reasonable attacker. She gets Outwit. Like, she, there's no click she where she doesn't like, do She's really good. Stuff. Yeah. I'm te- I, oh, sorry. She has the equipment trait as well, and she can do... She has the sword and then the crit steel penetrating. I mean, I don't think you're actually using it. Uh, rookie Supergirl. Okay, a bunch of chases that have constructs in them. That's it. Uh, the Flash, his blue construct, his uh, fire hydrant construct is uh, six range, ten attack, two damage, uh, autonomous, and free. Remove up to two, two hindering or blocking train markers within six squares in line of fire. Mostly autonomous, 10 and 2, 6 range attacker. Yeah, that's just really good. And then he is basically he is phas- phasing flurry. Yeah, uh, phasing. Yeah. When he uses it, move six squares or less after resolution, he can use fa- uh, flurry is free, 19 defend, senses prob. I mean, yeah. That's good. Not exceptional. Yeah, so in a turn, if he can flurry, he can do six damage and then the, the t- extra two damage. That's pretty good. 
Uh, I mean, or you're just phasing up and deal with barrier for 50 points. Yeah, the 10 printed good. attack is unfortunate, but other than that, it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, Red Lantern, Guy Gardner, technically is a character, but he has a construct that is uh, Flurry Blades. <laughs> uh, I mean, technically, what does his dial do? It is fire, uh, charge, special attack power, toughness, exploit. The attack power is Quake when Guy Gardner uses it and targets two plus characters. Instead of dealing two damage, he deals damage equal to the number of adjacent opposing characters plus one. So, so it's a two characters, three you damage. Three penetrating Quake to both of them. Yeah, uh, and then he ends on okay. Flurry Poison, Reflexes. I mean, he's just really good. Flurry Blades. Figure. Yeah, he yeah. can move, yes, he can move line up, place yeah. it in the 10th square, then it Flurry. Yeah, it's just a really good attack. Yeah, or you TK him up, and then you charge his Like He's really good. Yeah. Uh, Hal Jordan's kind of underwhelming. Uh, sidestep, Energy Explosion, and Vulnerability, and then ends on Running Chop, Psychic Blast, Energy Shield. Uh, starts on 10-3 and then ends on 12-4. Like, yeah. His uh, construct is a knockback construct with no range value. Yeah, this figure isn't good. I mean, it's, it's a giant with 10-2, close combat expert, free knockback and adjacent opposing characters, four squares if it has tiny, four if it has gi- uh, normal size, and two squares if it has giant. It's it's okay. I guess close combat expert means it's 11-3 at least. If they Did they errata so that they can... Okay, yeah. Other yeah, characters. it's other characters can't. Yeah, I mean, he's fine. Like, you can play him. He's just not exceptional. I mean, anything that can do an 11 and 3 attack after it goes across the map isn't bad. It's, he's just not great. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Cruz comes with a green spotlight, which isn't very good. It has six range, autonomous, zero attack, sidestep. Free improved targeting hand ring. Choose an opposing character within six squares and line of fire. The chosen character modifies range and attack minus one. Making range attacks to your next turn. Technically, you can make an attack for crit if you want. Try and go for a crit. Um, her dial is running shot, psychic blast, energy shield enhancement, ends on charge, blades, invulnerability. Her lowest attack value is an 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, running shot, psychic blast, enhancement. That's pretty much it. Yep, uh, she's good. And if you have the other construct, that's pretty good. I can't wait to have to find out that somebody played like her. Uh, Green Lantern and Chip. Uh, last figure in the set is a Wonder Woman, funnily enough. Uh, Star Sapphire's Wonder Woman. Six range. Uh, charge charge Blades, Impervious Exploit, then goes into Sidestep, Psychic Blast, Invulnerability, then Toughness. She makes the Violet Lasso. Autonomous, 10 attack, Super Senses, 4 range, Incapacitate when Lasso uses it. Each opposing character adjacent to the original targets also become targets, so... Kind of like the other, like the uh, lasso equipment, kind of. Does not have the one on one LIT ability, funnily enough. Uh, she also has a trait. You can modify when friendly characters within four squares attack a single opposing character they attack. You modify attack plus one for each action token on the target. Uh, she has she has 11 attack the whole dial. And then if she uses the contract first, she has at least a 12 attack value for penetrating blades. Like, she's really good, actually. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, so what are the takeaways here, basically? Um, that that team sealed specifically uh, changes. I mean, there's just a lot of really good support pieces, for one thing, that you want to uh, 
Uh, actually, I feel like there's just more interesting support pieces than in a lot of sets, so you can really optimize where your support pieces go. Um, there's some good low-rarity attackers. I, I don't feel like you should be able to pull, like, complete garbage. Like, I feel like you should be, at least be able to make, like, two medium teams and, like, a kind of crappy team. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you can... I don't know. I don't think you'll have a terrible team. Just, uh... One of your teams will probably have to have some, like, medium figures on it, but I think they'll all be fairly good. I don't I don't see anything in this set like, insanely busted will win games by, like, literally by itself. Like, King Shazam is probably the best figure? No, I think Zeus is still... I think. Okay, yeah, Zeus is up there. Yeah, there, there's a couple of good options, but there's nothing on the level of, like, that Chase Black Panther. No, or I think it also looks like. Yeah, it looks like a fun set. There's a lot of good low rarity stuff. Um, I guess there's no precision strike. Like you, it, no. So you have to. You have no, to. Play it, a lot of, of these game. games are going to be complete like this. I made an yeah, attack. There's no pulse wave. Yeah, there's nothing you can do at super senses. Like you have to have that wit. Like even if you have a really crappy outwit like Rod, you probably consider it. Um. Yeah, you know what? I don't actually think there's going to be unless you have ridiculous pulls. I don't think that you're going to have like a, one insane team. I think you're probably going to have like. I think if your pulls are good, you're going to probably have two medium teams and one really really good team. From the looks of it. Very um. Yeah, I I don't think that I don't think that any of the rare like I don't think you're actually sad about any rare except for. Uh, wait, none of them? Like, they're all reasonable. Medusa is, I thought Medusa was rare for a second. Angleman is probably the saddest, but he's like, you he's still really an angler for something else. Eclipse, so. Like, not even Dr. Sokka is the saddest, actually. There we go. No, Dr. Poison. Sorry, that's the one I meant. Yep, you're right. That is the one I meant. And then Devastation, probably after that. And then maybe Maxwell Lord. Like, they're all fine, though, they're all playable. Exactly. Yeah, wise what's the first super where you can actually get firstborn? He's still fine. Yeah, I mean Luther is actually out maybe. Way, but like at width they can't die and at, like they can't the only thing they can do about his out is very tie up. They just like have to leave. They can't hit him. <laughs> yeah. And he can attack okay. I mean he has four range, nine two, like he's not the worst. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's probably Hades so, that I'm least happy to get. He's not literally awful, but I'm not excited. You can definitely pull complete. You can definitely pull complete crap in two boosters, but you should be able to make some interesting teams. Yeah. I think. Yeah, you should have a good figure on. Yeah. I'm actually least happy see. about like Bombshell Wonder Woman actually, just because she's kind of boring. Like, she just doesn't yeah, do much that other figures in the set don't. Um. If you can build around her trait, there's not there's a reasonable amount of incapacitate if you can like deal with that with her weird trait, that's pretty cool. But... Yeah, dealing with the incap is nice. Like she's not terrible. Yeah. So I mean there's really not that many characters that you never ever ever play. Like German Soldier, Nemesis, um Medusa, and like probably Grod. Like that's pretty much it. 
There's no, yeah, I mean, it looks, uh, yeah, I would uh, would love to play this, uh, but we can't really go to the States right now, so, yeah. Unfortunately, hopefully this helps the people who can go and will live vicariously. Yeah, that'll be, I, I will be, I will be pleasant, I will probably not be able to predict the best team, or the, the winning teams. Yeah, no, I couldn't tell you. I mean, also, I feel like, like, the other thing is, I mean, you always have to play Province Sealed, but, like, you really, really have to in this set because there's so much Super Senses or whatever that you really have to make sure you hit. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, and, yeah, that's basically it. I think we don't have any questions, so... I think it's have fun at Clicks Cup if you're going. I think there's like 80 people going or something, which is pretty cool. Yeah, more than expected. Hopefully it'll be fun Biggest event in quite a while, to, so... Yeah, looking forward to seeing how it turns but, out. And the ad read, this is... This is as long as I thought it would be. Not unhappy. Um, I do apologize that I was reading stuff, a lot of stuff really fast, but it was... Uh, there's a lot of stuff. They can go uh, watch this interview if they want to read slower. <laughs> yeah, I'll also post the links to the uh, regular set reviews if you want. But, yeah. Depending on how long it takes you to go to Clicksip, you might have time. Or you'll listen to a good podcast. But, yeah. Uh, so that's it. I want to thank our patrons whose support helps us bring this and any other content to you. If you want to become a patron... The site is patreon.com slash jsaclicks. We have a patron discord, early access to episodes, and other tiers. Uh, if you want to use Podbean's services, whether that's hosting or advertising, we have affiliate uh, links where you can get uh, one month of hosting for free, or you can get $100 ad credit. We have all the social media. We have Facebook page and group, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel. want to mention... Show affiliates, uh, Devin Adams has the Happy Little Hero Clicks YouTube channel and Patreon, does some good stuff. Uh, Aries has been on the podcast. He has a Facebook group, Patreon, live videos on HIE and stuff. Uh, I want to mention that I don't know why I keep seeing people ask who to get custom tokens and I guess uh, Team Trace from because that's Jeremiah Peterson. Not not actually sponsored, but he's a good friend. So, yeah, if you want uh, action tokens or uh, stuff made, that's uh, that's the that's the person. Uh, and I have to ask if you've heard of ClicksNexus.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you make sure to have fun the next time you play HeroClicks, whether it's competitive or casual. <laughs>